And we're back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 101 of Whoa. Video Game Apocalypse. We're, we're all rested up from last week's episode 100. Was it really three hours? It was. Yes, three full hours. The recording was like seven hours. Uh, felt that way <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Well, we, we got like to the hour and a half mark mm-hmm. when we took a break and said like, okay, well, this is a good halfway point. And everybody's like, there's no way this is the halfway point. And yes, it was exactly the halfway oh, point. Oh, wow. Well, I, thank you for all the kind... I don't get a lot of kind words for some reason associated with Video Game Apocalypse. It's usually people angry at me for something I said here. Uh-huh. Uh, but that was a lot of kind words. Yeah. It was, uh, we, got a, we got a nice outpouring of, uh, of love and yes, last I, week. I'm sorry your favorite franchise sucks, and I said that about <laughs> it. Whatever. And we're going to squander all that goodwill Yay! on this week's topic. We should introduce ourselves first. I'm your host, Michael Raparas. With me in the kitchen studio are... Uh, Dave, dog policeman, Rudy. <laughs> And uh, Christopher, uh, the male booty Antista. And who else? Tyler Wild. That's Tyler, <laughs> Canadian sniper Wild. No, they... no. Shoot him a smile. <laughs> Just, I stole Shoot your line. Don't have a nickname. Stole your line. Somebody pointed out we, were, uh, we never did the Canadian sniper sketch. Then somebody right. on the internet did. Really? And uh, wow. yeah, like right, like two or three days later, but in video. Yeah. So they would have surpassed whatever we did in audio. Uh, Don't worry about it. I'm, I'm glad I forgot to do it. Uh, but. Uh, you just said, didn't somebody have a revelation? Oh, yeah, uh, Grand Theft Auto V. Yes. I've been replaying on PS4. Realized, oh, yeah, Trevor is a Canadian sniper. Mm-hmm. Oh. Trevor Phillips. Because he's Canadian TP. and he's a sniper. He was in the Air Force. And is awesome. Was he confirmed to be Canadian? I thought that was just alleged. Uh, it's. I, I think it's pretty clear uh, if you read between the lines. Like he starts off telling a story about himself to Wade, his uh, brain dead juggalo friend. I'm gonna tell you a story about Tr- Trisha. And Trisha was born in Canada, or well, the the Canadian border region of the United States. <laughs> and hey, all I'm saying, if you ain't Canadian, why is so defensive about it, man? Yeah. He's. That's, I ain't got nothing to hide here because I am from thing. Canada. He's super defensive uh. about being from Canada, yeah. and at one point. Mm-hmm. Like he he meets some uh, gangsters who are like, hey, what's up, man? And then, like he he s- decides that they're making fun of his accent. He's like, it's a slight regional accent. Fuck you! <laughs> and it's like one of the rampage things. Yeah. Just kills Wait, everybody. I th- think thou protest too much, Frostback. <laughs> my, my prime Canadian sniper jokes were going to be a hey, when we sh- shoot him a smile. Oh yeah. That one, and then I was going to do like. Um, Alpha A, Bravo A, Charlie A. That was, that was the joke. Was that that uh, was Can- the joke. Canadians would say, uh, like, Roger, A. <laughs> uh, why? Sniping a dude from 800 feet away, then walking around. So, sorry. I'm so sorry. sorry. I'm okay with being up on a perch and looking at someone from a long distance, but do I have to shoot him? <laughs> Seems a bit much. <laughs> Wait, then what is this week's top? We usually this do a top five, this, right? This week's top five is where we're going to spend all of last week's goodwill. Oh, good. Because it's... Well, you suggested this one, Dave. I'm uh, sorry. Top five sorry. movie games that were exclusive to PSP. Yes. <laughs> and this is a top five because what? there are five exactly. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> really? Yes. And it was a stretch. It almost went with Lord of the Rings Tactics because that is a movie game that was exclusive to PSP. Mm-hmm. But all five of these... Are movies that only yes. had tie-in games on PSP? That's so weird. Which probably made sense in 2005, but absolutely blows my there mind. There is now. no Western product exclusive to 
PlayStation anything and we're at not, all. We're not no. talking UMDs here. Yeah. These are not no? exclusive UMDs. This is not Family Guy the yeah. first two episodes. No. <laughs> not lost the pilot for fourteen ninety nine. This is not Viva La Bam season two point four. <laughs> uh, these are these are all legit movie tie-ins, and uh, and this was this week is the anniversary of Vita. So there you go. There's there's it? the reason. How old is it? Four or five years old? Three years old. Yeah, oh, it feels, feels like, so much like longer. Six. Wow. Well, yeah, Vita's only been around for three years. Three years. Yeah, but PSP okay. was like 2005, 2006. I haven't turned yeah. mine on in 2015. So I guess this is hmm. the 10th anniversary. Whoa. This year will be the 10th anniversary, maybe. Oh, yeah. It might, might have been Bro. last year, actually, of the PSP. Yeah, um, yeah my, I need Brett here, who's the king of dates, because I'm not the king of dates, and I don't have time to look it up right now, because I, moved here, I have to host a show. I moved here in 2006, and the person I moved in with already had one. So it had to have been mm. out for a while before that. Yep. It was a system with such promise when it first debuted, mm. and then... We all got used to it, and we all stopped using it. I had a lot of good times with it. It just—it was a victim of, like, the iPhone came out while it was still yeah. supposed to be popular, and they realized, like, what the fuck are these dumb little hockey pucks I'm shoving in the back of this thing that's taking all the battery power? <laughs> and they realized it was dumb and launched a bad mm. PS Go product to try and compete with an yeah, iPhone. That thing is still fucking expensive, by yeah. the way. I looked it up, like... You think like PSP Go? Nobody bought one of those. They have to be cheap on Amazon mm-hmm. right now. Nope, they're still like two hundred bucks. Really? Yeah. So the PSP came out March two thousand five. So listen to this episode again wow. in one month, and you'll okay, lo- yeah, love yeah, it so all over again. We're years? on the cusp of the ten years. Good. I hope. I hope some of our young listeners are experiencing what we experience every day. Mm-hmm. A decade has gone by yeah. uh, from when you've discovered your identity. Yes. <laughs> uh, feel <laughs> horrified a, and old. At as least a PSP owner, mm-hmm. which is how you still identify. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I know it's how I still identify. Well, if you took off the hat every once in a while, like oh, maybe man. it's my a nice PSP hat. My PSP ownership is a deep part of my identity. I define yeah. myself by what I consumed ten years ago. I'm a PSP gamer. I do. I, do. <laughs> <laughs> I still. Th- I still don't Said think nobody. I wrote for PSP Gamer Magazine. <laughs> yeah. prob- I wouldn't be surprised if that was a thing. Yeah, someone load up PSPGamer.com. <laughs> yeah. I still think uh, the several dozen Crisis Core decals in your car are a little much, but <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But these these are ranked because honestly, I've only ever played one of these, mm-hmm. uh, so they're they're ranked by Metacritic uh, score because okay. why not? So let's begin with the worst one. I know what this is. Wow, for real? (sighs) Dragon Ball Evolution. So this is the the game based on the movie made exclusively for PSP. This made live action. Remember, this made no sense at the time and was one of those releases that kind of like stealthily Mm -hmm. dropped. This is Street Fighter, the movie, the game for the 2000s. Kind of. Well, it's just the the game itself, like, it's trying very hard to be like the other Mm -hmm. Dragon Ball games, which are generally a bit better. Mm -hmm. Um, And one thing I noticed looking it up on YouTube, everybody, it was kind of hard to find footage that people hadn't plastered with uh, annotations saying, I, look, I know this game is terrible, okay? I didn't buy it. I don't like <laughs> it. Go play other go play other better games. The, the, the other Dragon Ball games are way better. But this, this was like, <laughs> at, like, somebody put up the entire story mode, and two things are striking about the story mode. First is that it's all just text with character portraits, so 
It's painfully ah. difficult to pull quality character voices from Some, this game. Something only the Vita. It's almost <laughs> exclusive yeah. to Vita to this day. And they couldn't get Ernie Hudson to do voiceover, goddammit. <laughs> and two... It's a terrible piccolo. <laughs> it's really weird to see a movie that has almost an all-Asian cast except for the guy who plays Goku, Goku. who's yeah. white. Yeah. Hmm. Why? Yeah. Why is only Goku white? Why isn't he Asian? Or why isn't somebody else a different race? I don't know. I know I'm wrong, but was Goku uh, Jesse from Breaking Bad? No. They, they always just seem no. the same. <laughs> no, no, no. No. Over 9,000, bitch. <laughs> Over 9,000, Mr. White. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's based on like the original Dragon Ball series, not no, Dragon Ball Z. Anyway. Where, uh, but, like, it's, it's weird just seeing stuff in the... Uh, in the, the the story text with like Chow Yun Fat as Master Roshi saying Goku and I will hold them off here Goku go grab that sword yes Master Roshi it, they really have in this case ruined the word Goku for anything else maybe that's just me speaking as an American you can't name yeah. anybody else Goku yeah, and no. not conjure an image of this do not pass Goku dollars <laughs> Jesus Christ uh, oh I can already th- oh. Just imagine that in a fucking awful ad on the side of my website. I have more lo- t-shirts. lovely, lovely fight sounds uh, if you want to hear some dialogue that <laughs> sounds like the, something the real Goku, uh, real in quotes, obviously would say. Eat this, eat this. <laughs> You're better than I thought. And some genius should get in like a UFC match and treat like shout out things at the exact same time as he's doing the moves. And yeah. <laughs> ah, ah! What is he doing out there? I don't know. It must be part of his strategy. Eat this, <laughs> eat this. <laughs> get over here. You better see him, punk. That's, <laughs> that's the only reference I have to MMA, Dave. I apologize. Um, yes, yeah, um, so. I have. A, I have a great victory uh, statement. Win. Somehow I won. <laughs> so modest. Somehow I won. Uh, I like to imagine he's got his hand behind his head, like ah. <laughs> <laughs> American dude. <laughs> Somehow I won. And uh, Chow, this this lovely voice, courtesy of who? Someone mm. I can only assume is Chow Yun Fat. Well, well, I won again. That is not. I don't know if you could hear Chow, any of he that. He won again. I won again. Why are they all so surprised that they won? Because mm-hmm. they're modest. Yeah. Oh, be excited These heroes it. should be. If, they Pic- were, they were if Piccolo all- wins, he'd be like, of course I won. Duh. They were only at 8,900 at this point, don't yeah. you? Know? Yeah. They hadn't reached power level 9,000. I don't even remember a goddamn thing about Dragon Ball Z anymore. I remember no, more than scrubbed. I want to. But you do remember watching the movie Mike Grimm's. I do, because for some reason, Grimm had just got a new television and it defaults to like that 240 hertz ultra <laughs> refresh rate. Mm-hmm. It seemed like a fucking nightmare. Like you were yeah. dreaming this movie. It was <laughs> yeah, six, 60 megahertz TVs. I think just default to like 120 frames a second when you it's, play something standard def. It's literally like the the TV is imagining sequences that occur in between this already <laughs> terrible movie. <laughs> and it's it already looks like a nightmare. It's doing this in the blink of an eye. It was it was so bizarre. It was yeah. so bizarre. I wouldn't have wanted to watch the movie any other way, mm. to be honest. <laughs> Mexican soap opera. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Mm. Oh, don't see this movie, by the way. And don't see the game either. Don't play the game. Not like you can. Yeah. I wonder if there's like a 
early like 2000s like cookbook for like children's parties that has like melon balls that you put like stars <laughs> on mm-hmm. with food coloring and it's melon make a dragon ball yeah you get so quiet melon bulmas no i don't know i was just uh i, I fell lean. asleep for a minute <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot where I was, mm. and then I uh, I smelled the kitchen, and uh. I I remembered. <laughs> and then you started talking about recipes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because I was thinking about food. Because hmm. we did just eat, so I can see why you'd be hungry. The hell are we Isn't talking? Is there a about? Dragon like Ball character that always thinks about food? Uh, it's an Probably. anime, right? Yeah, I mean, rice balls. I think they all have characters who are constantly eating. Yeah. Well, they're all creatures of instinct. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I'm hungry for all panties. Mm. All I want to do is fight and fuck <laughs> and eat. Dragon yep. Ball Z. That, that's Perv out. Yeah. <laughs> Perv Albert. I love it. <laughs> Perv Albert. <laughs> Do that impression, Chris. Yes! <laughs> no, I thought, oh, I thought you were doing a... Was, like a fat Albert, but he's perfect. Show me that bubble. <laughs> you want, do you want me to do that? Yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 bend over. Show me the buffalo shot every day. <laughs> I thought you were talking about uh, the Parks and Rec character. Was that? That's Herb Albert. Herb Albert? I thought you were doing Perv Albert. Like, I want, I'm going to fuck you. Because my penis is erect and I want to ejaculate. <laughs> that was just that's Pert Happley. Pert Happley. Yeah, sorry. that was just Dave per, Rudden. By Pert Happley. Pert Happley. You've just heard the real Dave yes. Rudden. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, it, when it works, it works. Put oh, this man, sound man. under his wiki page. I'm <laughs> going to have sex with you by putting my penis in your vagina and then thrusting <laughs> a lot. I might allow you to have a say in the matter. I'm Pert Happley. Perv Happley's a new character. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Let's uh, let's stick with that and yeah. move on. Number four. What? Of course, you can all recognize the iconic <laughs> no. sound jackass, the of game. a predator destroying <laughs> an alien with his laser mounted or his shoulder mounted laser cannon. No. This is Alien versus Predator Requiem. Oh the my god! Really gritty AVP sequel that was only ever adapted. To PSP, I starring Jared Leto, Marlon yeah. Wayans, what? S to S. Wait, no, no that's Requiem for a Dream. Jesus Christ, <laughs> <laughs> almost had. I would watch second. AVP Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> that would be just two, just two predators going to town on a double sided dildo together. <laughs> I think it'd sound a little like this. Jesus, how many rats does he have in his asshole? <laughs> All the rats. I do. That's that's the point of the game. Is the predator? You have to go around finding all the town's rats and stuffing them up your asshole. I do remember why the Vita had so many exclusives. Now, I absolutely do. Why? Uh, because the new systems had come out: the PlayStation Three and the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty mm-hmm. after the PSP, uh, and there was still the last throws of like the licensed games heyday where people were designing games for the PS2 right. and they'd be delayed blah 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 and it's like we're not going to make any money if we release this onto this old <clears throat> PS2 when everybody's buying a PS3 however the PSP uh, was a lot easier to take those PS2 games and that make them exclusive a lot of sense. that's I do remember that now yeah so AVP Requiem, just watching gameplay videos on YouTube, it is painfully boring is to it watch. First person? No, it's third person. Oh, Jesus, uh, you're piloting a very large, ponderous predator around. Oh, you play uh, as the P and not the yeah, A. Yeah, you play mm. as the P and you're hunting the A's. <laughs> and, uh, it's are it's, we all? Yeah, aren't we all? <laughs> and it's, you're thirsty for D. It's <laughs> it's oddly bloodless. You spend a lot of time cloaking and sneaking past humans. And when you kill them, they just sort of disappear. There's no skull harvesting, which is uh, disappointing because if you watch that movie, especially the unrated cut, it's a very gory movie. 
Is this? I, I didn't see this movie. I bowed out after the first con- terrible, terrible film mm-hmm. by the worst director of all time, Paul W. S. Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't see this one. Did, is this? Did they make the Predators the hero of this story? No, the no. Predators were the, more or less the heroes in the first one. Okay, um, in the end, this uh, one it's Predators against humans, more or less, right? Yeah, this this one is. Uh, Predators are, like, aliens have infested a, a little uh, rural town. Mm-hmm. Predators have come to destroy any trace, and the humans are just sort of stuck in the middle. Yeah. So humans are getting killed by aliens and predators, and in the unrated cut, at least, there's a really horrifying scene where uh, they find a maternity ward, and there's, what? like, a pregnant woman sitting there, and, like, you can just see all these they pop her like, a like alien babies squirming around on her pregnant belly. And, like, oh, my God, they're eating the fetus. That's horrifying. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, on that happy note, mm. <laughs> this game, you just sort of plot along as the predator. Aliens will run up to you and <clears throat> do nothing for a few seconds, giving you ample time to slice into ribbons. Uh, humans are dumb and to be either sneak past or shot with your laser cannon. And the entire point of the game is to go around eliminating any trace of predator technology because a predator spaceship crashed there. And I guess that's why there's aliens all over the place. Is that what the first movie said? Like, we're like weird. The predators are us or like they planted the the, the predators uh, apparently brought the aliens to earth like centuries ago to uh, uh, huh? hunt them in Antarctica, I guess, or Alaska, wherever the fuck that movie was set. Uh, same place know. where Dean Coots <laughs> Phantoms was set? Sure. It's I, kind of a I'd boring like game. So. It's kind of a boring game for kind of a weird movie that I think has since been made non-canonical by oh, uh, Prometheus. Yeah, but that, that, that amazing news of Neil Blomklap, the director of District 9, mm-hmm. releasing his concept art online and then being offered, yeah, you can make a movie out of that. Cool. We're getting a new alien movie from the guy who made District Nine, Yay. and it yeah. speaks. I've wanted to talk about this on one some podcast. I don't know which one, so it may as well be here. It also speaks to the de- desperation of Fox. We're like, yep, that art was pretty good. You're making mm-hmm. the next movie. Yeah, we have yeah. no idea what we're doing. <laughs> None. Well, speaking of Fox and desperation and art, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but this Sunday they actually played the Paul Robertson. Uh, Simpsons they did couch gag. They did. Like uh, I think it was Al Jean tweeted that he loved it that much that like this will be on the next week's episode. Wow! And it's, if you haven't seen the episode, start as a couch gag. There's kind. It looks like there are two couch gags hmm. because there's a Jetsons opening too. Oh yeah, yeah, that's and right. And I'm pretty sure that was the original couch gag. And Probably. it's funny. Well, the why humanity failed reveal. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Watch it. Watch New yeah. Simpsons every once in a while, people. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's still a fun show. Mm-hmm. Um, this was this might be the actual worst Aliens versus Predator game. It is not the uh, it the might one be. on the three sixty. Mm. The third, the three sixty one was, was pretty okay. ABP? I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait, I'm thinking. Wait, what was the one that sucked? Colonial Marines? Colonial Marines. Yeah. Yes. In isolation, terrible across yeah. the board. Mm. Oh yeah, just awful. Mm-hmm. No one uh, liked it. Nobody liked it. Actually, I think most AVP games are terrible in retrospect. Although kind of. this was Rebellion, so this was the same developer that made mm-hmm. the OK 360 AVP game. Mm-hmm. But then there was also the Atari Jaguar game, which mm. yes. everybody loved when it came out, and it yeah. was awful. And uh, there was also the Peace. Super Nintendo game. Uh, the a side scroller. Yes, it was. A, it was a blatant clone of but Final Fight. The PC Fight. one is the one people are remembering. When yeah, they remember PC, AV, good PC one people games. love mm-hmm. with with good reason. Those are good games. And uh, also the arcade game that Konami did was pretty cool. Oh. 
You know what really sucks is people who say Jaguar instead of Jaguar. So British people? Yeah, like where's the I? Oh, wait, they say, where's the Y? They say Jaguar. Jaguar. I've heard Jaguar too. Jag- like, who says Jaguar? I've, I've heard it. I'm, I'm going to reserve saying. my new news site, uh, Jaguar.com. It's I all like Jag it. news all the time. <laughs> I like it. Here's something you can <laughs> The car to. and the console. <laughs> Maybe we'll get into NCIS. I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> what about Jaguar? the animal? I mean, no, no. We, we don't talk about that on Jaguar.com. Uh, oh, Jag is in, yeah, the. The Navy. Is that even still on the air? I think NCIS is a spinoff. Harry Hamlin oh. still needs work, so I would right. not be surprised. God damn it. That's one of those people who gets referenced and I have no idea who he is. Um, All right. Let's move on to the next terrible adaptation. The blind guy in Breaking Bad? Number three. Damn it. The forces of Xerxes are coming. Soon we will be beset from all sides. And as Leonidas promised... Tomorrow night we will dine in hell. Soup. Mean uh, girls. Man, that was yes. a wonderful <laughs> That was a wonderful approximation. This is Conan Warrior Princess, correct? <laughs> uh, this is three hundred March to Glory. Oh. It's got a fifty five on Metacritic. Uh, put, putting it above uh, Tripe Lake, Aliens vs. Predator Requiem, which was a forty nine, and Dragon Ball Evolution, which was a twenty eight. Wow. So I'm glad we all finally agreed that three hundred is bad. Mm, well the the game is certainly bad. Uh, well, I, I can't. Wait, I can't really. Agreed. It's a bad movie. It's an okay movie. Yeah. I know. This was based off the first movie, right? This wasn't yes. based off the second. No, right? No, this was pre- predates the second movie by years. Yeah, this came out pretty close to the release of Three Hundred the Movie. And, and I mm-hmm. think I remember when seeing that. I'm like, all right, they gotta make a game out of this. Yeah, it's everything is slow mo, like crazy. Uh, Stabby cutscenes. Yes. Yeah, they made kind of a boring-looking God of War clone. Yeah, where you just you're basically the the entire thing happens at Thermopylae, the uh, the big battleground where everything happens. Are there speed ramps? And uh, gotta be. I don't. I don't think there are speed ramps, but uh, there there is plenty of racism. We have traveled long and far to the most remote corners of the Persian Empire for the most savage and sadistic tribes. Ancient races of men mired in evil and darkness. <laughs> oh, wow. He, their wow. he collected their warriors. He assembled his army of nightmares. But the army cats are adorable. <laughs> Fucking, that is such a terrible Gerard Butler approximation. Mm-hmm. And I've been saying for years, I think it's high time we revoke Gerard Butler's oh. movie star card. That's not even the Gerard Butler. Oh, I thought it was. He said tonight we dine in hell. No, that that was somebody else. It's it's the guy with the eye patch that's telling the story. The one who gets Got sent it. back. Like, no, you need to be the only survivor and tell everyone what I want them to do. This is how Leonidas sounds. Spartans, hear me! These are only immortals in name alone. <laughs> These is that are from only, the movie or the game? That's from the game. So, so every time I see him, I always think like maybe this is what Gerard Butler is doing now. The the neighbor on uh, on um, Broad City who like she's in love with yes all right kind of like right. a, a chubby Gerard <laughs> all right that works that works that's what I imagine he's doing now is just kind of coming out of his apartment uh, sometimes <laughs> that and dude going back from in. this movie got elevated to superstardom yeah and yeah. has done nothing but garbage and betrayed the trust of people who like culture ever since I say we bust him down to some like reality TV show host. Gerard <laughs> Butler shit is inc- it's he's, crazy. He's, he's starred opposite both Angelina Jolie and Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Just based on this performance from mm, this movie, probably. which is not great. Are you ready for the real world road rage <laughs> challenge? Yeah, I, I think he could do Family Feud. Like, I would, <laughs> I'd accept him there. 
Uh, so yeah, just not a lot to recommend this game. It's kind of boring to watch. Like yeah. every once in a while, oh, something changes about the scenery. Like now there's waves crashing on cliffs in the background, but that's about it. There's nothing particularly interesting let me, to look at. Let me ask you this, Michael. Okay. Do you know what the PSP emulation scene looks like? No. Me neither. Because and I, <laughs> I'm waiting for UMD drives on our PC. I, <laughs> I can install it right above my HD DVD player. Uh, I, <laughs> uh, I I love that games by their nature are meant to be cat like their fans love to catalog them and keep everything available. And I just don't know if there's the interest for PSP. I wonder if there's the interest for PSP emulation. Well, if you really want to play 300 game, just play yeah, Rise. Who would want to play, play Rise? Play Rise. What? Oh yeah, Rise. I forgot about Rise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if Gerard Butler It's Roman, but who cares? I feel bad, you guys. What's the difference? They're all white people with English accents to me. <laughs> and big yeah, shields. Point. <laughs> <laughs> Not like any of them are Italian or mm-hmm. Mediterranean or anything. Um, we should probably move on to... I don't think so. ...the next kind of crappy game. Number two. Uh, the Italian stallion is showing the signs what? of that victorious yet thoroughly exhausting... Hey. Hey. Hey, Rocky Balboa. Oh, whoa, based on the sixth movie? Yeah. yeah. Really? Although, I think it's it seems to just be, like, a similar game to the one that came out on other consoles, and that, like, you can pick uh, fighters from across yeah, all the Rocky yeah. movies. But, yeah, it's named after Rocky Balboa. It's nominally an adaptation of that. Like, what if you want to see Apollo Creed in Rocky 1 versus Apollo Creed from Rocky 2? Oh, yeah. man. This is the game for you. There were two extra stripes on his trunk. <laughs> Or what if you want to see uh, Apollo Creed actually win against Ivan Drago? I think it'd sound a little something like this. I can't see him coming back from that assault. A clean left by Creed. Oh, God. How many boxes are in this game? Why did the announcer have to have that break there? <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lot of that. Listen to this. They couldn't afford the song. short of describing the primal yet powerful performance that took place tonight, but look in the dictionary under winner and you'll find Creed. <laughs> and you'll find Creed. Creed. Or you'll find Drago. For Mr. T. For Bridget Nielsen. <laughs> For Apollo Creed. Dial one. <laughs> or created character. Do you know what Rocky character I actually would like to fight the most as? Uh, is it Spider What's-His-Face? No. Because you can do that in this. It's the robot butler from 4. Yeah. That, that, well, that, is the, if, that is the greatest thing in a movie we don't talk about. If they included that, like, okay, now that you're cool. You're cool <laughs> for doing that. that. Stallone has a robot butler. It in, has been a while Rocky since 4. I've seen that movie, but I'm pretty sure there was a sexual relationship between the robot <laughs> and Polly. Yeah. <laughs> I only know about that gag because it was, like, recreated shot for shot on Family Guy. <laughs> That's it which, was. That's that the, was exactly the, song. the kind of mm. gag that Family Guy does. Yeah, you know? which is why I do feel they have a redeemable place in comedy. Yeah. I don't mind anybody recreating a, a classic. I always feel scene. like the robot from Rocky Four. Is the robot right. they, yeah. even the robot too? Yeah. Huh? Even the robot too was recreated. He's not in the montage. The um. robot was recreated in Family Guy. Oh, yeah. Okay, just for this the, the workout montage. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, why are we still talking about this? <laughs> I don't know. Um, when we could be listening to this. A nice left by Apollo. <laughs> We're friends He's now. He's like a fortress. His opponent can't get anything through. Creed <laughs> smashes him with a right. Creed? Creed. The robot butler is the Creed announcer. from The Office. <laughs> My favorite <laughs> band is Creed. <laughs> with eyes wide open. With a hard, can you take me higher? <laughs> with that in mind, I just want to replay this. 
Words fall short of describing the primal yet powerful performance that took place tonight, but look in the dictionary under winner and you'll find Creed. Did they not get the... And you'll find Scott Stepp from Creed. Did they not get the rights to the song from Rocky? It's like an off-model, like... But I think that's from 4. I think it's the the montage theme from 4. Was it? I think so. I think it's just another piece of the score. Yeah. Look, I don't want to. I don't want to talk too much about wrestling because I streamed. I streamed uh, the PS2 game, and like it definitely had all of the music, and immediately got me kicked off of Twitch and oh, wow. got blocked on YouTube. Oh wow, draconian! So WWE currently has a American guy fighting a Russian guy, and they have the uh, the montage song from Rocky Four playing. With Do John, they really? With John Cena and Rusev. That's all I say about wrestling. I know, I know people don't like cheap podcast this week. Yeah. So that was Rocky Balboa, which sits at a comfortable fifty-eight on Metacritic. Comfortable. Uh, for this game, yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, our next game is the very best uh, that Metacritic has to <laughs> offer in terms of uh, PSP exclusive movie I games. Know what it is? It is at sixty three, and it is. And I apologize in advance for the sound quality here. Assume the position. Yo, Tubbs. What's up? That was Castillo. You remember Freddie Louise? Time Freddy, hey, he used to be a confidential informant for the department till it double crossed us and went over the street to do his snitching for the feds. Not anymore. He's in trouble with some new business partners. Something to do with half a ton of their weed going missing. He doesn't want the feds to know about it, so that leaves us. So they're having this conversation while Tubbs is arresting somebody over the hood. This is not what I expected. This is, uh, this is me and my middle school friends doing a play. <laughs> This is Miami Vice, the game. Oh, I was going to say Based Starsky and Hutch. The Michael Mann remake. No, Starsky and Hutch was on other consoles. Yeah. All right. I don't uh, even know if it was on PSP. You know what I, I'm curious about now is how many of these properties, movie properties, were actually owned by Sony? Because that would sort of, yeah. their exclusivity mm. would make more sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 300 for sure, I believe, yeah. is, is a Sony property. Now, though, Spider Man was never exclusive to Sony consoles, True. which is a little weird, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so Miami Vice, this is the one game on this list that I've actually played, and <laughs> why I, it was for, at Games Radar. Mm. Like, I can't remember if I had to preview it or review it or what. I played it in some. You're capacity. being initiated in the torture. <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad because this was it was basically a Resident Evil Four clone. What? Wow. Which was something that was very rare when it came out. So like the <laughs> fact that this was on PSP. And wasn't that bad? But with Cubans instead of zombies? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> and the Metacritic. When you shoot their heads off, does is there like a cocaine monster that pops out? <laughs> like how oh, did, how do they refl- how do they redo that part? They just <laughs> spray cocaine instead of blood. <laughs> Lots of little friends to say hello to. Yeah, I remember there there was like some sort of weird like meta game where you had like. LSD is is uh, on the rise in this district, so you had to like collect drugs mm. or something to keep their numbers down. I don't. Let's really put them down, Daniel Boone at Crockett. Could you, could I, you take them all yeah. on narc? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think you could take the drugs, but you could like confiscate them. Oh, okay. Because you know they still have an image to uphold. But <laughs> yeah, they're Crockett cool. and Tubbs do they're not cool. get they, high on their own supply. They have. Oh uh, yeah. They only get high with sexy ladies later. Yeah. yeah. yeah and you remember our old boss. Uh, He's from England, mm-hmm. and he grew up as a kid, a little kid in the 80s, and he yep. loved Miami Vice, loved so it. his dream was always to go to Miami, and like <laughs> every did. American was like, 
who cares? Why? Yeah. He's like, it's just the most exotic place I can imagine. He, he did. There were there were photos on Facebook of him <laughs> at locations like <laughs> with, on my with his thumbs up. Ah! <laughs> and I've been there a ton just from growing up in Florida. And it's like, well, the good news is every most mm. everything looks exactly the same there. The stucco <laughs> is a, the the colors a little worn and it's ugly as shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like it's a living monument to Shasta. Mm-hmm. Wow, <laughs> Shasta the soda? Yes, that's. I don't know. I don't know why that defines the eighties for me. <laughs> they had like sixteen flavors. Wow. Everyone at the beach is wearing a thong. Yeah, yes, regardless of gender. Yes, yeah. and if you rollerblade really fast by women, they'll take out their lollipops and put their glasses down. As you do, Well, <laughs> the shitty eighties aesthetic isn't all that's flamboyant in Miami, as we soon find out. Can you believe the balls on these guys? Great. They're having a launch party for their new line of crystal meth in a place downtown. Again, apologies for the terrible sound quality. <laughs> I've been to a couple of crystal meth launch parties. They're, uh, well, they, get, they get pretty, yeah. they get pretty wacky. They invite a bunch of people who had nothing to do with the production of the meth, and they're like, <laughs> yeah. who are all these weirdos? I know. All the meth media are there, and it's just yeah. like... Yeah. I'm sorry. The drug dealers invited a bunch of their nieces to the release party. Yeah, the meth's already out. We don't need any more coverage of the of the meth. So they I really wanted to meth- see DJ Shadow, but uh, we hired him for the meth launch party. Yeah. <laughs> having having never seen the Miami Vice movie, I have no idea if the character referenced here is actually in the movie or just a product of the game. But either way, this is kind of a hilarious name if you speak Spanish. This how they do business down in Colombia, Sangrenegra. Whoa, whoa! Oh, not be this happy is a dangerous me. business we are in. I want to speak to Castillo. That's all from the trailer, which is like the only okay. clean audio of this I could find. Well, yeah. I want to know more about San Negra. Santa Negra. Oh, only Santa Negra. Sa- Sangra Negra, only which means black say. blood. It sounded ah. like you just said black Santa for a second. <laughs> Sangra Negra. <laughs> Easy, buddy. Mm. Easy, buddy. We're already This is how they do business down in Colombia, Sangra Negra. <laughs> okay. Now, watch out, Dave. What is Michael Ridges on this podcast right now? Hey. Hey. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm being racist, Jerry. It's actually Colombian first uh, Schwarzenegger. Uh, <laughs> uh, this movie probably sucks. Was this Michael Mann? Mm-hmm. It was a Jimmy Fox and Colin Farrell. Colin yep. Farrell. Yeah. Is this pre or post Collateral? Which was pretty okay. Uh, I don't know. I know it was very quickly forgotten. In yeah. Their case. I, it's, I remember just seeing like, yeah, I guess they're going to end up making a Miami Vice movie at some point, but none of us have any fucking nostalgia for that thing. No. The, the, the biggest reason it sticks in my head, and I know I've told the story in another podcast, uh, my, my grandparents lived in Miami for like the first 15 years of my life, and obviously we went there several times a year. Um, everybody in the neighborhood had guest spotted on Miami Vice, mm, wow. essentially, or like, because they filmed there for years, then you could just be an extra. Uh, and, one, and one of the guys, he's like, here, I'll show you my scene, and he died. And for some reason, in my, he died on the show. And for some reason, I had I literally thought when a person died in a movie that someone's just like, yeah, it's cool. I'd like I was going to die anyway, so I had cancer, so you can shoot me in this. You have Al Pacino <laughs> so you shoot they me. In the scene. I did. Right. I thought I thought people volunteered to. Die. I understand there was a movie making <laughs> process, but I thought they volunteered to die. Wow. And meeting this person who died on Miami Vice was the first time I learned about movie magic. Yeah, that, I I thought they. Uh, they re they reshot commercials live every time they aired. <laughs> what? <And> I, <laughs> they did I, in the fifties. I was a kid, and I didn't get 
I, I always ask, like, how do they get it the same every time? It's exactly the same. <laughs> it's the so Trix Rabbit is just that yeah. good. So in, so in Miami, did everyone constantly ask each other how they did business back in their home country? It seems, <laughs> like, seems like if you if you deal drugs or even live in Florida, you're constantly curious about the way people do business <laughs> and uh, wherever it is they're from. Cool bond. I, I, I was a kid when Miami Vice was on the air, so I was aware of it. Mm-hmm. You know, kids were wearing Miami Vice T-shirts all the damn time. But my parents never watched it, so I was never... I, I have no nostalgia for it until like I started watching reruns in the 90s. Like, yeah, this is a pretty good cop show. And that's another thing. Hobbs in the comic Calvin and Hobbs <laughs> made a reference to looking like Don Johnson. Mm-hmm. And so at a adult party, I, as a little kid, made the same joke. Huge laughs. Nice. So as a little kid who got huge laughs... Said it a thousand more times. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Until my parents were like, do you even fucking know who Don Johnson is? Yeah. See a tiger? Because <laughs> no. Uh, Don Johnson <laughs> can only see his partner when his parents aren't around. And I think that's how, that's how I ended up being introduced to Miami Vice. Because <laughs> nice. of Hobbs. Thank you, Hobbs. Yeah. Did, I, did any of us actually see this movie? Fuck no. God, no. But, yeah, the game was okay. Like, uh, was it? I don't know. Yeah, if I, I'm sure I have a UMD of it sitting around somewhere because I have a UMD of, like, half of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, just piles and piles of horrible UMDs that I'll hopefully never have occasion to play again. You'd you like to trade it for Chris's copy of uh, Chili Gun Carnage. I already have one of those. Uh, I already have one of is those. Is it sealed? No, it's not. Chris, uh, you got Pretty that. Good. Pretty good. <laughs> Move that shit on eBay for ones of dollars. <laughs> I'm glad I bought that, and I have no idea why it was available in the LucasArts gift shop. Chili Con Carnage? Yeah. Like really? I, yeah, they had a bunch. We had a, I was there with a friend who worked there uh, touring, and we got an employee discount, so I bought everything. Hmm. Every ga- Like Thrillville, they were produ- producing Thrillville, the coaster simulator oh, game. Oh, yeah. And that Black was their movie with the. Uh, no, that's Pleasantville. Okay. God damn it, Dave. <laughs> Too nostalgic now for everything except Miami Vice. Wow. Um, All right. Well, we should probably kill this thing. Indeed. Just, Fuck this think, segment. Yeah. I do like the idea of you being at the LucasArts store <laughs> and just like wanting to be so nice to your friend, like, uh, fucking Chili Con Carnage. Chili Con Carnage. You sure you don't want anything with Indiana Jones and Star Wars on it? Please. Oh. I just want to get out of here. I'm a real nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I went there uh, once when I was still wearing uh, size L (laughs) t-shirts and bought a couple t-shirts that are now useless to me. (laughs) That you're now using to wax your car with. Uh, I I think we just cut out the design and put it on a quilt. Did you really? Oh, my God. That's the greatest thing to do if you get fat. I know. (laughs) A quilt (laughs) out of your old t-shirts. Cut up your old (laughs) t-shirts. All right. Well, uh, things are getting fat in here, so let's take a <laughs> fat break. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about some fat new releases, some fat news. And, uh, go over the questions you asked us. We haven't even looked at them yet, oh, great. but we're very excited to uh, to answer them. So we'll try to speed through the next segment. So stay tuned. Yeah. Show. Mario. Grab yourself a mushroom, give me a big 
everybody, it's me, the raccoon. I'm back with better audio quality now that we're no longer on our special episode and I'm not being dragged out from my warren to record bumpers at 3am or some ridiculous time when I'm trying to eat trash. I'm here, of course, to tell you how to support Game Apocalypse. It's the same every week. But the most important thing, as always, subscribe on iTunes, rate and review us, leave, a f- leave us five-star reviews if you like us, if you want to be nice, if you want us to love you, which we know you do, because, you know, you're, you're always crying out for love, especially, like, you know, you're saying, get this filthy raccoon onto me. I may be changing one of those words around, but, uh, you know, the spirit is there. You, you may have noticed there's a bunch of Amazon links down the side of uh, lasertimepodcast.com. I know, I know you know, but I'm going to tell you again anyway. Click on them. Click on them, and even if you don't want to buy the thing you clicked on, search for a thing that you do want to buy, and if it's in the same session, we'll get a cut of whatever you spend. Fantastic system, but not as fantastic as you going out and telling a friend about video game Apocalypse. Say, there's this show I really like. Uh, you, you'll probably like it, too. It's about video games, and it's got these four, five, six, maybe seven idiots who come on in regular rotation, and they talk about things. Sometimes it's video game related. Usually it's about the circumference of their respective assholes, but it's a good time. It's, it's, just, it's a fun, wholesome family show. Also, you know, like us on Facebook. We, we, we post stuff about when, when the show goes live. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. Comment on the articles at VigiGameApocalypse.com. Post on the forums. Uh, answer the question of the week so you'll get read and you'll feel like part of the community and we'll know who you are and, and we'll, we'll shower kisses and prayers upon you from above. That's what, uh, that's what the hosts do, right? I mean, they, they, they're above me. I'm just a little raccoon. So uh, pretty much everyone looks huge and towering and, and heavenly from where I'm sitting, even when I'm pooping in their mouth at night, as I do to someone who shall remain nameless. And I think I've more than worn out my welcome at this point, so back to the show. Hey, welcome back to our second segment. I'm sure that was probably a scintillating raccoon break, uh, probably worth listening to on any level. Uh, (laughs) Hit that rewind 30 seconds button and check it out. We've all been goofing off for the past half hour, so we're in a good mood to continue this uh, horrific debacle of episode 101, beginning with... bunch of new stuff this week um most of it to for very narrow interests uh beginning with dragon ball xenoverse which kind of an interesting take on a series that hasn't really had an interesting and original take in a long time since uh, dragon ball uh, the movie yeah yes. it's dragon ball evolution yeah 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 Wait, um, is this an interesting take on DB? There, wait, there's uh, been no new DBZs except for the movie. There, yeah, well, there were some in the last generation. Uh, KFC commercials. Um, well, no, there's no new Dragon Ball media to yeah, base it off of. But there's, but there's, there's tons of new. There's always been new games. Yeah, yeah, but um, there's seemingly annual games yeah, based on so something. This is the first one in a while to say like, "Hey, we're out of media to base stuff off of." Why don't we try shaking things up a little? It's so an endless well. The plot is that somebody is going through and messing up the Dragon Ball timeline Whoa. and uh, rearranging the events of key battles so that the heroes lose. <laughs> and you are a summoned original character who gets to go back on time patrol and yeah. uh, fix events so that they turn out a, the way they're supposed to. There's a rogue editor on Wikia yes. ruining everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> we have, we've added hours of extra buildup. 
<laughs> that's basically what the game is. And there's also sort of a, an MMOE aspect, and that like there's a big hub world where you can meet other players, and then you can uh, play Ooh, uh, want to. either co-op or competitive matches with them. So you can get them to, to help you out, uh, not during story quests, but during versus matches. Like it's like a three-on-three thing, I think. Guys, I... what if Goku was under nine thousand? <laughs> All right. Ooh. <laughs> All right, I think he was in the, the original Dragon Ball uh, GT. I, I'm not going to. I'm not taking this joke I think, anywhere. I think those of you who listened to our last segment with uh, bated excitement <laughs> will really be excited about this week's big Vita release: Hyper Devotion Noir Goddess Black Heart, which is the uh, yet another words. in the seemingly endless series of uh, Hyper Dimension Neptunia games. I swear we talked about this two weeks ago. Uh, it seems impossible to understand. I write up yeah. new releases periodically, and there's one of these out all the time. I think. This is a new one because it's it's a, the according to GameSpot the very first strategy RPG in the series. Oh, oh innovation! Yeah. Talking about the last two months worth of console wars. Do you think mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z is the Andy Griffith show of anime? <laughs> so um, it's, it's, and that it's constantly rerun and it's, it's been around forever. It's been around since it's been around since the dawn of the medium. Well, uh, it's like the eighties, I think. <laughs> Early 80s. And it continues to be rerun and popular. I don't know. I just wanted to call Dragon Ball Z the Andy Griffith show. Of Every anime. episode does end with uh, Goku walking in the fishing hole. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Skipping yeah. stones with a redhead kid. Uh. Um, Resident Evil Revelations 2 is out this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I don't have to care anymore. It, well, it's the first episode, which is confusing. It's episodic. It's, it's yes. episodic downloads. Uh, but uh, you, can, you, can, you can only buy the entire series right away. Yeah. It's twenty five dollars. I, I was like, "Oh, first episode's out. It's five bucks. I would totally play the first episode worth of Resident Evil." Then I saw it was twenty five bucks, and I'm like, "I why don't I just wait for the entire thing to come out? Because then they're putting out a disc that has extra." I think yeah, it seems it's confusing, kind of with, shitty. I mean, at least with Telltale stuff, like I have the option to just it, buy yeah. the episode or buy the Not entire on season. PC. Pass. That's what we've been dealing with on mm. PC, where Telltale games you can't buy them individually. So. Really. Yeah, yeah, you just have to buy the whole hmm. season. For like twenty four bucks. Wait, yeah, this, and you know it's going to be. But still, good it's like yeah, episode. pay now will it deliver the content eventually. Yeah, true. I mean, same a good with Kentucky Road Zero, but it's mm-hmm. like the first episode of that. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, I'm ba- I would be happy to recommend yeah. this. I suppose we'll see. I mean, to this game's credit, it's Oof. like every ep- every. I think it's every week they have a new episode because the game is pretty much done. I would assume because they're they're coming out with a yeah. disc next month. I mean, episode one is called Penal Colony, so, Mm. you know. Uh, Feel free to make cheap dick jokes. (laughs) But, like, um, I don't know. I I, I liked the first Resident Evil Revelations. It's good. It it was one of my favorite favorites. Um, And this one has Barry Burton, which is, like, also something that Resident Evil fans have been clamoring for since, like, the first one. Because I don't think he's been in any since. Um, He's made, like, cameo appearances, but never been playable. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of things that are playable, uh, uh, Limbo is coming to PS4, and oh. I think it's now on literally everything. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it hasn't come to Xbox One yet. I don't know. No, I don't it really has. care. Okay, I has it? It was for fr- it was free for like certain Xbox. Uh, I'm gonna text Henry and ask if it's on available on uh, combustible Windows phones. <laughs> it probably can't is. answer phone on fire. It'll probably be on T nineties uh, <laughs> before Windows phones. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think I, I think I've got a graphing calculator that can run it. Yeah. Is it on the Atari Jaguar? Probably. <laughs> <It's called laughs> if not, it should be. Yeah, Jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Shadow of Mordor is getting a new DLC, The Bright Lord. Which Last DLC, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. It tells mm-hmm. the uh, it's like a prequel story about Celebrimbor uh, getting the One Ring away from Sauron. What I like about you know what I really like about a long unedited uh, tale, what? further story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's more prequel. I don't. Know. I'm sorry. I don't mean to bash. Shadows of Mordor is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently the the DLC isn't great. Like mm-hmm. from the reviews that I've read, and I didn't even realize that they'd done previous story Me DLC either. because I wasn't paying attention. Yep. But I, I mean, I love that game. So more of that game is something I'm interested in, at least. So a, more door of that game. <laughs> <laughs> more door. Oh, I was waiting for my opportunity. To <laughs> I want to. I want to be able to open more doors in Mordor. That doesn't work. There's not any enterable buildings in that game. That's true. (laughs) I think there's some yurts. You can go inside of like an orc's yurt. Mm -hmm. That's fun to say. Orc's yurt. yurt. (laughs) What the hell is that? It's a yurt. A yurt. It's like a Mongolian tent thing. Okay. Yurt. Okay. I just like to overpronounce yurt. Okay. Yurt. Yurt. Uh, Star Wall, just the tip. I think with that subtitle <laughs> removed, is coming to PS4 and PS3. Star Wall? Star Wall. All right. This is a, a game I see advertised on Steam all the damn time, so Tyler, you have to uh, explain this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just always get the, the Weebles song stuck in my Wait, head. Star, you know, Wall? Star Walls. Oh, Star Walls. Star Walls. Star Walls on Steam. Yeah. Oh, I've never heard of it. Mm. Really? No. Oh. Is it by that company you've never heard of? Yeah. Oh. I didn't know. Uh, it's good improv, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I really have never heard well, of it. <laughs> you might be. You might have heard of Oddworld uh, Abe's Odyssey New and Tasty, which uh, is coming yes. to PC. That week. wasn't on PC yet? No. Uh, it's, Sony uh, landed as an exclusive? PS4, yeah. Mm. But that's, good shit. That's really good. Um, yeah, if, if you haven't played it on PS4 well, and you've got a decent PC, definitely consider yeah. picking that up. Well, it was pretty pricey on uh, PS4. Was it? Yeah, it was like... Bucks? Was it? Was it? Yeah. Wow. yeah, I thought it was like twenty. Whatever. That's that was back when we were all freshly laid off, and I could justify <laughs> spending thirty bucks mm, on a game. That's like if gaming had a Criterion collection, that would be a part of it. Oh yeah, it's I mean, it, it was. It's, it's well restored. It's one of the best remasters I've ever seen, mm-hmm. and uh, and that game is classic and is still pretty fun. So oh yeah, recommend it. Oh, yeah, I know what I want to talk about. Oh, Way of the Samurai 4 <gasps> is coming Ooh. to PC. Wait, and you both care about it? Yes. I, yes. What? It is, it is, we should have Anne on here to talk about it because she had to review it for P-Tom. Mm-hmm. It is a bizarre fucking game. Like, yeah. I always love the Way of the Samurai games. They're basically like these choose-your-own-adventure things where it does feel <clears throat> like every choice you make actually affects the story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Way of the Samurai 4 is completely batshit in what it lets you do and where its story goes. I think Anne ended her first game by being boiled alive in (laughs) oil. Uh, There are sex creeper minigames where you can make a date with women uh, on the street to like, yeah, come by my house tonight. And then you have to creep past their relatives like in a a stealth minigame and then make it to... Their bedrooms, and then you have a weird wrestling match with uh, barnyard animal sounds. And when do you get to the deep dicking? <laughs> <laughs> Never. It's all suggested. And if you get caught while you're sneaking through, then uh, the the women who run the town, which are three teenage girls, mm-hmm. by the way, one of them is like a magistrate, and she will put on a dominatrix outfit and subject you to horrifying sexual tortures that involve 
being uh, raised and lowered onto um, like one of those pointy horse things uh, <laughs> while while a bunch of dudes in, in loincloth stand around and watch approvingly. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's a fucked up game and I really want to go back and play it again. And if How you, old is it? I think we found our, our next week's stream. Like 2012. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's, you need to stream this game. It's fun hearing about PC new releases through... Through your guys' eyes. This is on nobody's radar. Yeah, I have no. not heard about it since Dan mentioned well, it. Well, it was it was downloadable school. only on PS3. And, I mean, this is a series, like, I, I love Way of the Samurai, but, like, the first three uh, games were relatively serious, and this one is just almost insultingly yeah. silly. Like, it's, it's all about, like, the black ships coming to Tokyo, yeah. which is a real historical event, but, like, here they're... Uh, the black ships are British instead of American, and the British ambassador is a twelve-year-old girl who looks like Goldilocks. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the first two, like I've actually I've played the first three, like the the first two a lot of, third a little bit of. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first two are yeah, they're more like they're kind of normal samurai tales. Yeah, they're but, a little anime maybe. Yeah, but, but they still do have that openness where it's like you could literally be in the, the middle of a conversation with mm-hmm. like. Some samurai lord and and just like decide right in the midst yeah, of the conversation. I'm start a fight with I you. Hit, I'm betraying you. Stab. Uh, <laughs> now I'm on the other side. Yeah. Um, and the story will adapt. Yeah. The third one is a little bit weird. Like the very first mini game you get is collecting this old woman's panties. Mm-hmm. And or, really and uh, and uh, yeah, which are you know her laundry that's yeah. scattered around town. But uh, as soon as you pick it up, like hawks try to attack you because <laughs> they want it too. Yeah, they want the panties. Yeah. Was their panty hawks? And, and oh, they're Japanese hawks. <laughs> and <laughs> they hadn't invented vending machines yet. I mean, I don't know on. four this is this way, but like, yeah, I, I I tried to go back to three because I had this weird uh, proclamation uh, when we got laid off. I'm like, you know what? I've had Way of the Samurai three forever. I played the first two. I want to play the third, mm-hmm. and I finally got around to it. But that game is so obtuse. Oh. It's yeah, it, it's a Japanese game that they barely. Uh, yeah, well, it's. It's a, the thing like, with three, especially, is it's a clockwork world, yeah. and you kind of have to know where to go at what time in mm-hmm. order to make certain yeah. story things happen. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, then like, oh, my, somehow I got locked into the same story again, and mm-hmm. that's kind of boring. But yeah, so yeah, that's new releases. Um, oh, well, we we did stream something. It's a new release. It's a new release for consoles. Yeah. Roundabout. Um, we bundled. <laughs> We bundled it in a stream with a Loco Cycle, two weird Xbox One car-based games. Is that the one with the spinning limousines? Yes, right. it's pretty pretty cool actually. Mm-hmm. It's getting it's decent on, reviews. It's been on PC for a yeah, while. Yeah, it came out yeah. on Steam on yeah. through the fall, but it just came out on Xbox One. All right, it was one of the last Be- because games of the uh, like tiny, tiny like British indie game scene. I feel like I feel like people I work with know like. Everyone who worked on that game, yeah, they probably are in the cutscenes because those are, things yeah. are so amateurish. But it's fun. <laughs> it, it, it is like like Loco Cycle. Like it, the cutscenes remind you of like late '90s or like early '90s uh, Sega CD games. Yeah, it's just yeah. We streamed it's it, it in, in, uh, at the nice. end of the stream. A bunch of people who were convinced because reviewers didn't like Loco Cycle that it has no merit. And like this looks insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really silly and fun. It's completely worth ten dollars you'll spend yeah. you'll spend way worse money on games throughout this Wait, year talking about local cycle? yeah local cycle well, as well but like they were both weird car games shelled in in live action b movies yeah 
Wasn't LocoCycle free with gold at some I think point? It Probably, yeah. It was, the, like, it was the first it launched a digital game available, that mm-hmm. Crimson think, Dragon, which legitimately sucks yeah. and is not worth watching or playing. I think Roundabout is actually 15 bucks, but that, that game is worth it. Like that, I can't remember the last time I streamed a game mm-hmm. and like, had to be told, like, Dave, you got to stop playing this game. I, was, I, I wanted to keep playing. Dave, we got to move on. Yeah. Oh, we got to nice. move on. Nice, nice. Speaking of moving on. I'm bringing this up just because someone asked me what my opinion on it is. Kanye West has announced he's making a game. Oh, he's not. And it's a game about uh, his mother going to heaven, and you have to navigate her through successive gates of heaven. That sounds awful. It sounds terrible. So if you fail, Kanye's mom goes to hell. (laughs) I guess. Now she comes back to life. It just uh, seems so like much worse if you met the woman. It's <laughs> on, on the one hand, it's like it's almost sweet. On the other hand, it's like narcissism by yeah. proxy. Mm. Like, yeah, this is all about how my mom gets to yeah. go to heaven, not how, your mom, my mom. How vain to think your mom's going to heaven. Well, it's. I think it's all. I think everybody does. It's just most of us don't make a game out of that. It's it, it's it's that his wife has like a worthlessly popular iPhone yeah. games. Like, if she can do it, so can I. And exactly. like. You're going to build so much resentment by trying to com- have your game compete against hers in the mobile well, landscape. Her her game is based mostly on microtransactions. Yeah. Yes. So, like, how are you going to milk microtransactions about a game about navigating not the a woman same. through it's $5 heaven? $5 to get into heaven, man. <laughs> Like and I might consider it paying if it's me trying to get through heaven. I will if know. every time I spend ninety nine cents. If, if I can create an OC mom, an original character mom, I want to spend ninety nine cents at a time. And every time I hit the pay button, it goes black. It's a Kanye West song reference. It's okay if nobody here got it. You fucking mm-hmm. thirty year olds. Okay, black. I like Kanye West. And black. I get it. That just sounds like you're being racist right yeah. now. Yeah, probably would to a bunch of hypersensitive uh-huh. SJW yep. San Francisco yep. fuckface. I'm from California. <laughs> Can't stop doing it, Dave. Why did you do that to me? Uh, we've been watching Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman's I'm from Hollywood. I'm, I'm the king. smart. I'm, I'm the king. king. <laughs> I'm the king of Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> Does that how you do this? Is how you talk in middle America? Doop, 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 doop. I have a copy of Jerry Lawler's autobiography just because he talks about it. Really? With Andy Kaufman. Yeah. I want to know everything I can about this. Henry had a little more information. Cheap podcast this week, people. Yeah. Well, there's, there's that great scene in, uh, have you seen Man on the Moon? Yeah, but that's the only like new thing in it. Yeah, but that, that was just a great a bit where like uh, Bob Zmuda or, or somebody is like, Shapiro. chewing out Andy, Andy Kaufman. Yeah. And, like, and it just cuts to Jerry Lawler's like, sorry, we thought it was funny. We thought it was funny. But <laughs> it, I was remembering the documentary, which is on YouTube, called I'm From Hollywood, and that Robin Williams and Tony Danza narrate the whole thing, along with Jerry Lawler and yeah. Jimmy Hart. Wow. For fuck's sake. It's so crazy. Yeah. Love that. Oh, I Robin Williams seems like he's like, Kind of joking the whole time, and Tony Danza seems like he's legit pissed at. Andy and I saw it when I was so still. young. It's like it's they keep kayfabe so long yeah. and so hard. Like the movie was the first time I ever heard them acknowledge that it wasn't a real feud. Hmm. I've never heard it acknowledged anywhere else. It's is, wrestling, of course. Yeah. It's not a real feud. Is, Jesus Christ! But it was such an old documentary when I saw it. <laughs> uh, it's it. This is neither news nor new releases. It couldn't be yeah. further from either. <laughs> That's true. Well, to get back to the point. Um, 
Yeah, I don't want to look down my nose too much at Kanye's idea. Mm. I'll withhold judgment until it comes out. But I, Christ, I will dude. not withhold judgment and say that is a piece of pile of fucking narcissistic dog shit. It isn't worth any of our attention. Just yeah. because Kanye says something doesn't make it newsworthy. The guy makes pretty decent music. Let's leave it at that. Doesn't it? I mean, he said Beck is bad. Doesn't that mean Beck is bad? <laughs> if Kanye Guys, says so, then yes. Yeah, yeah clearly. Clearly. Yes. Clearly. Beck was so adorably humble <laughs> and all that. He's just like, well, you know, I really respect him and... Uh, I was happy to win the award, and uh, you know he can say what he wants. Like mm-hmm. that was that was. Yeah, I also response. thought Beyonce should have won. I'm like Beck, tell him he's an asshole. Why? Why aren't you? At he's a, being mean to you. Why can't Kanye be at the Super Bowl and step up and take the trophy away from the Patriots yeah. when they win because he didn't like it that way? What a fucking because he never wants it for himself. He wants the trophy for Beyonce. I know. Which, he wants her to win all the awards. <laughs> she's gonna get, she's gonna get her award, and he'll be like on his deathbed, and he'll be like, finally. Mm-hmm. I wanted, to, I just wanted to recommend an article on Kotaku that I, I thought was great because I had uh, not the same experience, but a former Destructoid blogger writing about the disparity of what he thought he knew as a blogger than what he thought he knew oh, as yeah, working Anthony at Gearbox. Birch. Fascinating read. Yeah, yeah, it was fascinating, and it's also like. Well, the the one t- big takeaway is like, yeah, none of us have any clue of how hard it is to make a game. The other big takeaway is Anthony Birch has kind of bad taste in games. <laughs> <laughs> he gave Twilight Princess a four out of ten. Well, it was at the time, wasn't that Destructoid's thing? I guess mm-hmm. kind of. They were following in Jim Sterling's footsteps of like, let's let's trash popular games. It's it's more like I mean, no one, not many people have asked me, but I won't go work for the other side yeah. again. Because you don't know how agonizing it is to work on one thing for multiple years. It sucks. It's good, though, because, I mean, my my job isn't to be sympathetic mm-hmm. to your agony. It's mm-hmm. to tell people what I thought of the game. Yeah, yeah. So it's true. I'm not going to be mean. I You're there to be... I don't write mean reviews, but, but... Yeah, that's the thing. You're there to be a very informed audience stand-in. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not... some like, that's, and, and I get irritated whenever I hear developers say, like, well, game journalists should have to learn how to make games. No. because You know why? Because none of your audience knows how to make games, and that's who we're writing for. It's true, but it's also like... Yeah. We're, we're not we're, writing for you. When you do review a game, always objectively of course but it's like you you do weigh it against the expectations and the promise of the game and like mm-hmm. having so much knowledge now of of how even good things that you promise can't come to fruition given like all of these details up to and including like like a GameStop stipulation that you can't get it in the store right. and like it has a weird impact on gameplay like nine months before release it's just fucking it sucks it sucks I, I'm way less critical of things I don't like anymore because I see like no one sets out to make a bad fucking game it gets yeah. ruined over this awful process throughout the mm-hmm. period of a couple yeah. of years and I am I am sympathetic to that and that I hate it when I hate it I do hate it when reviewers go these devs were clearly being lazy like that mm-hmm. how dare you how dare you This like, game doesn't uh, know what it wants to be. I never want to hear that again. How dare you assume laziness on their part? They probably crunched twelve it hour sucked. days I and their families you hated them and had a really hard time. Say yeah. if the game's bad, but just don't make it personal. And don't accuse in, the In recent of years that has become editorial policy at a lot of sites and mm-hmm. it's like don't ever assume any intent mm-hmm. on the part of the developers. Don't assume you know it's what they policy. were going through or what they think. Criticize the game, not the people. Yeah. yeah. Don't ever the say what the, the game is trying to do, just say what it does. What it promised to do and how it delivers on that. Yeah. That's a totally fair assessment. Always has been, always will be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I, I I could never go back to reviewing uh, too much of it. I, I've had 4 weeks of my life re- ruined on trying to figure out why frame rates are dropping and I don't even code. 
It's wow. it, this. This is the process. Nor do you test. That wasn't test. even your job. It's it's terrible. Like <laughs> the process of making a game is terrible, and one I will not be involved with ever again. <laughs> it's for real. I'm not kidding. You want to make a game? No, no, let's, never. Let's, uh, never. We'll game make an iPhone game. Now. It'll be a free runner as long as I can just shoot a character in okay. one direction, have people hit one button. Uh huh. <laughs> that's that's all yeah, I'll do. Let's do that. No, it's too hard. It's so crazy. Let's make a, a Donkey Kong slash uh, Oz f- the Great and Powerful club. Everything breaks everything else. It's a free fucking... runner game would be so easy to develop because everyone who makes those games are lazy. <laughs> right? Yeah, they're lazy Dave. assholes. Dave, they're bad people. Laziest genre ever. Mm-hmm. Or Zynga. Every developer who makes a, l- yes. a runner game should no. be ashamed of themselves. Categorically and without exception. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, my problem with that is like categorically anyone who set out to make something creative and made it should be is not lazy. Yes, it's not lazy. By definition, they did more than any of us. That's so. true. Yeah. That's we true. can still criticize it and say it sucks. Mm-hmm. It's just that you channel and Birdman a little bit. It, it's even worse. They put a lot of effort into it, yeah. and it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Peter O'Toole and Ratatouille. Yeah, that, it's that, meaner than saying they were lazy to say they sure tried and this is bad. Yeah, and that's. But he also said that and like you're not even listening to us. Like everybody at every company reads every word that you say mm-hmm. from sure. the top of the company down. And sometimes they'll write back. <clears> yeah, angrily. it's it's everything you say is being read Derek by somebody. Derek smart. Derek smart. And, <laughs> and hurting feeling. <laughs> it is. And uh, but I mean, and that's not going to make it easier to make a better game the next time. And we yeah. know that. We know that you're not just going to read a bad review of your game and go. Oh, so all the parts that suck sucked. I didn't get that. Like, of course they got that. Yeah, and they know what sucks. It's hard to make a game good. Oh, and I you can imagine. They've, they've had people come in and tell them what sucks. Yeah, oh, they, they hired people to do they that. They don't yeah. like the elevator sequences. Ah, can you imagine it. knowing that a game sucks and can't be saved for a year Just before it comes it out? Again. It's uh. insane. It's the weirdest stress and like depressing thing to be involved with I don't I just I love that article for pointing that out like because it was a disparity the, the disparity I had to walk through uh, and it's it's hard it's hard to gain sympathy for but he wrote it in a funny way making anything is de- like, is really hard even just writing the game review itself feels depressing and yeah, then, yeah that, that blows my mind the idea that not like, nearly as hard not knowing a year it. before release that a game is going to be terrible yep and having to soldier through it anyway because everything's on like a 10 year plan that's why I was quiet during the new releases part <laughs> <laughs> oh well okay no that's not true hmm. let's see all right. Well, let's move on to the community segment, um, which I'm excited to tackle because, uh, and we we had a pretty good turnout this week because we did something that a lot of you had been asking for, which is anal. Yes, <laughs> anal. Um, we, we we did it anal. in the butt. And, uh, we did it. We did a circle, and then we we switched it around so uh-huh, everyone got to yeah, do anal. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was our anniversary, <laughs> and we thought we would finally we try do that, something new. That maybe one special thing. It was time to spice things up in the bedroom. We'd done a hundred episodes of just straight vanilla fucking. I, I gotta yeah. tell you, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. <laughs> I, did, it I loved it. Uh-huh. Tell you what, I'd really like it if my asshole went back inside my body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am absolutely sick of this vestigial colon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Look at it, Dave. It's hey, wagging at you. It's like, hey, for sharing? It's like hey. I've already pooped before I've pooped. It's, it's terrible. But now I can at least aim it. Well, I think that answers at least <laughs> one of the questions. I think that answers at least one of the questions because we turned it around on the audience last week and said, "What's a question you want to ask us?" Oh no! Which is something they'd been a- some some of them been asking for for a while. If it's about my butthole. I already answered that question. So we we reserve the right to only answer some of these, and if you were a dick, then we're not going to answer it at all. 
But uh, we'll begin with Bladed Falcon, who started the thread on the forums, and it's not a dick. Uh, it says, Michael, what part of Spain did you grow up in slash visit when you were a kid? Have you visited often since? Kind of a silly question, I know, but ever since he mentioned his story of when he hit his eye with a piece of rebar, I've been curious to know. Um, well, so You're from Camp Deadly. Yeah, from mm-hmm. Camp Deadly. Um, no, my, my dad is from Madrid, and uh, mm-hmm. that's where most of my family is. And then uh, the place where I hit my face on a piece of rebar was uh, at a summer home in a town called Miraflores. Oh. And uh, so, yeah, I, I go back maybe... I think the last time I went was 2007, and before that was 92, so not very often. Got to check out Universal Studios Grenada. Triskitable <laughs> <laughs> yep. um, asks, why did you guys decide to start up VGA? Um, why did you? We talked about it, but you wanted it. It was yeah. your idea. And yeah. <laughs> and I, um, I remember it every, every time I look at the name, he's like, I don't know what I want it to be. But I just want to call it Vigigame Apocalypse. Yeah. I'm like, that's an awesome name. It was just the name that popped into my head. And it's like, yes, I'm fixated on this now. Uh, well, it was I was, uh, after leaving Games Radar, going to PTOM, that got shut down. And so I was at MacLife. Oh, that's right. At MacLife.com, I wasn't really doing a lot of video game coverage. And I was hungry to do a podcast. I really missed it. I missed Talk Radar. Mm-hmm. And Anne, too, wanted to do yeah. something after we had, she we was had, laid off. We had started, uh, she and I had started a podcast. Um, I, I can't remember what it was called. Uh, P-Tom something. Yeah. Right. P-Tom, P-Tom Radio. Let's yeah. just call it that. Yeah, official PlayStation podcast. I don't know. It was, uh, it was I wanted to call it Radio Free <laughs> Piton, but that wasn't the name we used. Uh, <laughs> but so she and I had started that, and like, yeah, she wanted to do something. I wanted to do something. I'm like, yeah, we, we worked well together. Let's collaborate on something new. And we came up with uh, VGA, and you couldn't host a video game podcast no. at the time because of your job. No. So I kind of came along and was like, well, why don't you let me do it and mm-hmm. you can be on as your employer permits. Yes. I would have to ask permission every time. Yeah. And then I eventually said, I don't like it here. Yeah. I'm just going to come <laughs> on any time I want. And, maybe. Yeah, and you became the necessary <laughs> fixture. I imagine yeah. you being uh, Peg Bundy and Capcom being Albert. Like, uh, Capcom, no, Chris. let me be in the podcast. <laughs> uh, no, Chris. I'll have to answer. You have to name names. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Capcom said it. Uh, he did. No, Chris. Yeah, no, Chris. Uh, no, Chris. No, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> So that was that was me. That was me trying to do Al Bundy's like. Argh! I love his reaction, like when he really doesn't want to do something. It sounded like Jeff Goldblum. I know. It sounded, that, it I sounded like Arnold walking. Schwarzenegger's kid dying on the planet Mars. Keegan says. Uh, Keegan says you love me, right? We do. Please tell me you love me. Yes. How much do you love me, and wow. how can you prove it? Also, congratulations, Anal. and I love all of you, just not in that way, except maybe a few of you. Nice. Of course we love you, Keegan. How can we prove it? I don't know. Um, Tyler can prove it. Oh, how can I prove my love? Mm. Um, more than words, Tyler. More th- oh, how, how much more than words? Uh, I think that's up to I, you. Uh, I think that's between you and Keegan. I think I prove it with my DMs of emojis when I'm watching uh, a show that we all we like. No. Oh. Like Parks and Rec. <laughs> all right. I managed what? to predict a really good uh, scene in Parks and the Parks and Rec finale, which I wasn't watching. Don't spoil. Really? Don't spoil. No, I, I, I haven't watched the Parks and Rec I haven't watched yet. it. I just predicted Unless that it. was uh, the, the Andy karate episode, which was pretty good. Um, Curious Quail, specific for Tyler, yeah. 
While living in Sunnyvale, did you ever go to the Peacock Lounge on Fremont and Sunnyvale slash Saratoga? Sunnyvale, Saratoga. (laughs) Fucking dumbest road in the world, by the way. And more importantly, was Japanese Sinatra there singing impeccable karaoke renditions Um, of Old Blue Eyes despite not knowing any English? The answer is no, I have not been there. I've been to the... uh, uh, You were 12 when you left. I've been to the uh, Kit Kat Club, which is a strip club, famous Mm. strip club in Sunnyvale. Hmm. It's where uh, you can only take one of their legs and you got to share the other leg with a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mm. accurate. I got clotheslined at the Kit Kat Club. Nice. What? I was walking to the bathroom as the dancers were coming off stage and I didn't realize I was like interfering in their path. <laughs> and I was just walking confidently to the bathroom and the bouncer clotheslined me and it hurt. This is an unrelated Jesus. story to what he's asking about. Well, I've never heard that. Sunnyvale, Saratoga is a stupid road because in Sunnyvale, it's called uh, uh, Sunnyvale, Saratoga. In Saratoga, it's called Saratoga, Sunnyvale. And then somewhere else, it's called Deanza. It makes no fucking sense. I hate it when they do that. Um, Batman Boy 1 asks, what a it? What? Batman Boy Batman, 11. Oh, sorry. It's 1 and then the it, it, yeah. there's a line break. Batman, Batman Boy 1, line break 1 <laughs> says, what... Initially inspired the creation of the raccoon. Um, honestly, to break the fourth wall for a second, I had sped up uh, while editing the show in order to get it get through it faster. <laughs> sped it up. <laughs> yeah, to, I didn't we, know we, that. We yeah. all get to that. I got. I get to that I've point. Never done that. And yeah. and I said, like, I kind of like the way my voice sounds when it's <laughs> sped up. I, it's, I sound so much more confident. Like I know what I'm talking about, <laughs> and I could make a character out of this. I don't know why it was a raccoon. I just like raccoons, and, you know, there are probably plenty lurking around outside this apartment, crawling around on the walls. I don't know how raccoon anatomy works. Now you're building the fourth wall back up now? Yes, okay. yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> the true answer is Mr. Raccoon and Mrs. Raccoon love each other very much. <laughs> <laughs> and one day a magical raccoon walked into our lives, mm-hmm. and the rest, as they say, is history. Flannel and Kermit asks, I've, I have a very important question for all of you. Maybe the most important question of all. How are you doing? And don't just give me the typical, oh, I'm doing pretty okay, I guess. I want you to really tell me. Not to sound like Ethan Hawke from Boyhood. How are you doing? Don't be shy. You've got to give two. Um, well, Chris is farty. Yeah. Uh, Chatty Heine. My, uh, my sculpture for art class is oh, an abstract. <laughs> it's abstract. <laughs> it's abstract. Like, th- those were like the years <laughs> the kids were not great actors. No, yeah. well, yeah, no. I think it's that, that that line is clearly done yeah. from a different studio. Every every time they're in well, a it's car, like there's, it's, a, there's an element of exasperation behind it. Like, stop asking; it's abstract. Yeah, but that's why it looks so weird because their face isn't conveying the the way the voice sounds. Because mm. it, I, that was the most ADR dialogue I'd see I saw in the movie. The the car scenes mm. are the weirdest in, in Boyhood, where it's like there's no establishing shots really that show them all in the car together that or that much or especially when they're talking with each other it's what literally the hell like was that that was a weird sound something touching the keyboard i hope that computer's dying it's pretty much like pov shots during every car sequence and i can't i can't well, not someone, watch the cameraman's always shotgun yeah how are you doing i am doing okay i am trying to give my own life structure that's mm. very hard i i've heard from some people who are disappointed and the laser time's your full-time job. Why aren't you doing more? I'm like, because I'm 
also the IT. You probably have something open with a messaging service. I have to be the IT guy, the marketing guy, the email guy, Mm -hmm. the overseer. The complaining guy. Why is this site moving so slow? I guess I'll Google how to fix a website. (laughs) That is what I... This stream isn't working. I mm-hmm. guess I Google that too now. That's what I'm doing. Oh, there goes the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm trying to apply structure to myself and deliver things on a more consistent and regular basis. Pro tip, all IT guys do to fix stuff is Google it. I'm yeah. low. It, well, yeah, you can. Uh, there's Tyler gave instilled me with that confidence. Years, there's nothing you can't solve yeah. without it. With the Google search, uh, just sometimes it's hard and you don't have the, ter- the terms. You're, you don't even know the term you're looking right. for. Mm-hmm. That's true. I'm gonna go ahead and say, uh, not great. Things mm-hmm. are hard. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Life's life's pretty hard and and difficult. There's a lot to to deal with, and uh, yeah. yeah, times are tough. I need yeah. a job, but I'm afraid that if I get a job, it'll take me away from this. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I'd I'd kind of like to find a way for this to make money for me personally, so I could live off of it. But, uh, uh, hope me too, man. Me too. Yeah. I'm uh I know you want to live off it. I'm also sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, like uh my my sister came into town last week. Mm. A couple people n- Alice two of you didn't. But one of you did. I did. Uh Yeah, so she, my sister's in town and other things are happening. She with talked my to me family. all about how you'd convince her every day her mother was dead. Yeah. Well, we uh, talked we talked about that on an old laser time. I didn't remember it and it made me hate you hearing your sister say it. Yeah. Um but uh so oh I also she asked me like Oh, what what shows are you on again? So oh. now uh, oh, she's, uh, she's a listener. Uh-oh. Hi, just, Allison. Just say Cape Crisis. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that that was great, and it was really nice seeing my sister. Mm. But like other things are happening. Uh, that it are was sad. weird to see somebody who looked like you. Nah, she's looking me. She does. I'm handsome. She's not handsome. She's pretty. Ha- mm. She might listen to this. <laughs> Love you, Allison. Uh, so let's see. My name is my name. Asks what other career job paths would you have liked to have had if you didn't get involved in games? Also, well, aren't involved in games that much anymore. Emperor of the universe. Mm. I was a. Uh, I went to illus- school for illustration. I was going to do that. Before that, I wanted to be a botanist for some mm. reason. Like that. Like that's a job description. Is mm. botanist. Actually, I was. I was a serious journalist for a little while, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I was a copy editor for a bunch of years, and being a copy editor, I watched the reporters, which was my dream job at the time, and I think 99% of what they did was deal with old cranks yes. and uh, you know mm-hmm. cover local politics, and that would make me want to kill myself, so maybe not. Yeah. Uh, I had the... I It's not that I don't like games, it's just this weird thing of like, well, I like more than games. Games don't define me. Define me. What is it I like about what I do? And it turned out to be... Uh, I like entertainment. I like being a talky person and making silly jokes. And uh, I went in the downtime after the layoff. I've done some stand-up comedy for the first. That wasn't what I always wanted to do. I just assumed I could never do that. And it turns out it's you can do it. Even it doesn't have to be well. well, Not well, but uh, it's kind of how I feel about writing fiction. Yeah, but it's like I, I did it a couple times, and then a couple times it went really great. And then I haven't gone back in three or four months. But <laughs> we'll do it again. I wanted Want to be to. a writer for The Simpsons. Did that you? Was, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact that I could still sort of do it is 
Yeah, well, I I wanted to be a writer. I wanted to make funny things that people liked and thought were amusing. And I still Mm. do. I do that to some extent, and I love it when we do sketches and whatnot. Just when we're super silly, and that's why I come on here and be super silly. I did always want to write a sitcom or Mm -hmm. own a bar. Mm-hmm. Because that's like a sitcom. You could have written a sitcom Dude, about owning you could a bar. Own a sitcom bar. It could look like this. It could look like the Seinfeld set. I've told you about this before. You could, you could I made perfect it up. your bartender character and be a funny racist every right. night. So my idea for a bar is, is the sitcom bar. It's unusually well lit, uh-huh. and uh, it's just got all kinds of sitcoms. Every time the no front door opens, is a laugh ever. track. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The, like the little ding noise you get when you go into a corner store would be a laugh track yeah. or a. Would it help if you're onto something? San Francisco. Latest theme bar, yeah, it's a cum bar. Would it help if I said, "Hey, Tyler," and then we all like applauded? <laughs> can you? Okay. Can you, you, can you? No, no, that's it. You just have applause whenever yeah. anybody opens the door because they're entering the scene. Wait, can you guys like this is like a dream? Can you yeah. just do it for me? Like I'm entering and I'm yeah. a, right, I'm mm-hmm. coming in. Woo! Hey, Tyler. <laughs> Hi, Dave. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm already. I have a suggestion for the name of the bar. Yeah. Don't go there. <laughs> but it's like, but there's a lot of extra letters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it like it runs over the mm. actual like mm-hmm. property of the bar. The sign. <laughs> you have to lease out extra space yeah. for the extra e's. Mm. <laughs> you have to move some of the e's out of the way when you get inside the bar. Uh, there would be references to the Drew Carey show in it, just so you know. You have to evict the Dustin family of from the building next. We'd door. have coffee flavored beer. Mm. Yeah. Oh, why it's not. Bigger thing. How about beer flavored coffee? No, wait, that sounds disgusting. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Another sad one from Slain Puddle. Um, it, is there a period where you're just sick of games or just had a rough patch, but you still did the podcast? Yes. I want to know yeah. why would you do yeah. that? I know Cape Crisis was postponed a couple times because of that. It gives our life structure yeah. and meaning. Well, what? Uh, well, not sick of games. It's just that, like, I yeah. think this is... We've defined... Not not just me, and I'm not even speaking to... We've all defined ourselves by these games, and we can all feel it. We're getting way less of what we're used to. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to change. The high is wearing off steadily. It's. I was just... I was relating to someone about, like, TDAR. Like, we had a new release segment. And we'd bring up four or five things. Big mm-hmm. new releases in boxes for $60. Mm-hmm. Nothing came out this mm-hmm. week. Nothing came out two weeks Several ago. Several things came out. Yeah, I, I know. But like they're, they're like a bunch of little... Like the the AAA games industry that I think mm. we based a lot... Like a lot of people based a lot of their identity off is not happening anymore. Not the, to the extent that it was. Not to the extent that it was. Like, but I mean, we're we're kind of in a transitional phase. Totally, right now. totally. But that allowing different ideas in, and that's the audience is getting bigger, and we can't. It's hard to define ourselves like we used to because we're not getting the same amount of the there, same things. There was a lot of excitement in 2006 when I started doing this. I mean, there were mm-hmm. new consoles coming. We were like, "What is this Wii thing? It's crazy!" Mm-hmm. Yeah, motion controls, and we kind of got to make fun of every new release. For the Wii and kind of laugh at it and go, oh wait, we you know uh, Wii Sports is actually really kind of pretty fun, mm-hmm. um, but th- but this marketing is stupid and oh but here's you know the Xbox 360 and uh, and then you know the PC sort of went through a a, a revolution and and free to play took off and there was a lot of excitement there and but there were moments during all of that and and more recently where I've definitely gone like I don't care there's too much shit on Steam mm-hmm. I can't pay attention to all of this and you, yeah. get, you get overwhelmed by like there's 36 new releases today 
I don't know what to do with all this. Is, half of them are early access. What do I do with this? There's 18,000 Kickstarters to look at. I think hmm. people were writing about get frustrated. the death. Sorry, what was the question, Dave? <laughs> uh, do you ever get frustrated with games? Just and sick of games or had a rough patch but still absolutely. did Absolutely. Still did yeah. the podcast. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Me, I, me all the time. Yeah. These are almost a lot of the time doing a podcast is kind of like I need to get my mind off of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I just I feel podcasting for eight, nine years. I feel <laughs> driven to speak to an audience and to entertain when possible. And Henry, Henry has said he, he doesn't like coming on the show because he has to live in games all goddamn day. Mm-hmm. And it's... It's kind of the la- like sometimes it gets too much to think about afterwards. He wants yeah. to decompress yeah. with something that's not he's not professionally involved in. Unheard of. Well, I mean, you said it yourself. You did it because there was there was a void of game content in your yeah. life and like mm-hmm. people to talk about it with. And here we go. That's and true. I, I agree that, and I love that too because now I'm playing more games than I ever have. I logged twenty hours in Monster Hunter this week. Sometime in between the hours of huh. uh, eleven and four a.m. Right. Yeah. Sometimes I want to go to sleep under my desk. Yes. Just like in front of everyone <laughs> and just like no matter how much they protest, just continue to it just I look at it and like I had that idea sometimes and then I'd put my face under there and realize that there were dust bunnies the size of my fist yeah. and uh, I'd be like, okay, the difference no, but God damn it, I come home and do VGA anyway. The difference mm-hmm. between my attitude at GR and like is like I'm gonna man, I get to touch all this stuff and like now it's I look at Steam new releases, shit on iPhone b- annual sequels and like I can't care about all of this. <laughs> It is impossible. I don't have the the interest is not in me to care about all this anymore. I can only care about a couple specific aspects of games nowadays. At least at PC Gamer, to some extent, our job is to get really burned out trying to pay attention to all mm-hmm. of this so that we can find the things to tell you to care about. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And it's... Uh, I don't want to say it's a hard job. I'm not lifting uh, sandstone No, but it, it, it can be. I understand that. You get burned out trying to... Pl- to pay attention to every email about yeah. every early access release just to find the one darkest dungeon and put that in front of people and say this is good yeah that you're happy to put your you, name on and recommend you don't have to have the sensory overload of trying to play every new damn thing that comes out I'll, I'll play all the shit for you and, and try to figure it out but I don't want to make it sound like I'm a friggin' martyr. Like oh, no, it's no, no, not. No. Uh, no, no, no. No, you're more like Jesus on the cross. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, your blood yeah. washes away the sins. I'm not of, saying it's uh, like early access. A cruel uh, job. It's sure, just, go for it. I, I would say. Well, I'll, I'll read this one last one because this is no, this is this will take us away from games for a second. Okay. Uh, Bakai Bakai is dumb. Asks, uh, you guys put out an extraordinary amount of podcasts, and you also stream plenty of games and whatnot. Is there any other type of production you would like to include in the laser t- in the laser time brand? Maybe more videos like the biweekly ones Tony does. Uh, either way, I hope your passion never runs out and the creative juices keep on squirting out. I would like to do more things like our trip to Japan. It was mm. very hard being a one man. I am f- conceiving this, filming myself, and nothing is worse in the universe than editing yourself. It is awful, it's and it's bad. also really hard, and my computer's not that great, and it takes up all the resources, and all day I could do something else, and it doesn't pay, like, yeah. uh, one-twentieth of people watch it as we'll listen to a podcast. And I understand that we're a podcast group, but I would like to, I love the idea of, like, just traveling to stupid places, being stupid on camera with my buddies. and We could it, go to places around here, even, that are just... Uh, yeah, you work. can be stupid at home for free. Go- we have one more in the pipeline for next month. I'll let you guess... What that is? I do. You, you guys, what's your answer? Um, well, I want to do more stand up too. 
Uh, I do have a wild hair up my butt. I've mentioned this before. Is it wild hair up your butt? Yeah. It's, okay. It, it was my arm because I have a oh, okay. tattoo. Lollipops uh, uh, in your uh, mouth and hot butter up your ass. Mm-hmm. I, I think I've mentioned this on a podcaster stream before, but uh, there's been a, a lot of podcasts that, that cover every episode of a TV series, mm-hmm. like X Files. I think uh, Saved by the Bell. Mm-hmm. I want to do one that covers every single episode of a Sorkin TV show. Because mm. I've watched all of them. We are, we, you know that we're opinionated about them. You I think we need to do crisis. the newsroom cast. I, no, I want to start from Sports Night. No. One of my favorite TV shows of all time. Yeah, it's really good. Go really? all the way to the West Wing is the hard part. West Wing is the one that I'm, I have some gaps there. But mm. I want to watch all of it. I and, love and the West I, Wing. I need a way to do it, and this show is the way... To do it, and uh, you know, like I've heard so many songs interpreted by Dotflist. Mm-hmm. I hope this doesn't drive up his asking price, but I would love to do those shows and have Dotflist do the theme <laughs> for those. Sports night has like no theme or intro. Sports night, it's the sports it's the night. night of the week. Sports <laughs> night. <laughs> uh, I don't want to announce too much, but I am working on developing a radio play. Ooh. Um, which will probably be a mini series. I have a bunch of ideas bouncing around in my head. Nothing set to paper Always yet. Always want to do but, that too. Uh, yeah, just uh, maybe that'll be in the next couple months. Who knows? Tyler, what would you want to do? I just want to get more faves on Twitter. Honestly, yeah. oh more yeah, more faves, more RTs if I can. Mm-hmm. You know? more likes on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, see, faves to me uh, let me know that you don't like what I said enough to re- R- yeah. RT is. No, that's mm-hmm. absolutely not what a fave means. That's what I. It fave means seems like, to me. Our, our fave, fave, fave is, is like a shorthand for thank you. I liked your comment. Yeah, yeah. Fave is good. An RT is almost not as good to me. I prefer no. a fave. Yeah. No, it's more exposure. I like yeah. this so much. I'm going to share it with this guy's face in it. Yeah. And then, and then second, fa- I, faves. I guess is because I use for organizational efforts. Because if you have an idea, you should do this episode of later time. Faved, so yeah. I know to go back and yeah, look see, at this. That's not how I use them. To me. So I, 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 RT, I don't even RT the stuff I like the most. Yeah, I noticed my tweets. I, I tend to, I, I tend to fave stuff from people where it's like I feel like I get this joke. I don't necessarily want to like shout it out from my, from my Twitter account. But I get you. You're funny. Yeah. That was a great tweet. A lot of those. That's a fave to I, me. I think like eighty percent of my faves are just a uh, n- n- kind of funny replies to things I said, which is like. Probably making a mess of my faves. My yeah. faves are messy. Yeah. Well, I usually I, I, I usually fave so I don't fill up my timeline by going, "Thank you, that's really nice of you to say." Yeah, yeah. yeah I, uh, fave is a way to end a conversation when you've had like a four tweet conversation and then Ooh. you feel like you have to reply to the last thing they said. If you just fave it, they go, "Okay, acknowledged." Yeah. Mm-hmm. He acknowledged that he yeah. liked. It's, it's a funny. nod, like "Good job." Good job. I'm not yeah. going to continue the conversation. But what I would like, to, I would like to write more creatively. That, you know, I think what Tyler definitely. meant to say is that he would like to start an entire podcast about yeah. Twitterkit. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. Uh, no, I want to. That was the that's the most I've heard on the subject in a while. I want to. I want to write more. Um, I would, yeah. I would love to end. A, a hashtag is not a discreet board. <laughs> Start with that. I would love yeah. to uh, end a conversation with just like fave, bye. <laughs> like, yeah, like uh, this is a good conversation. Yeah. Let's end it now before it gets weird. I mean, I I'm say just say fave. I say like, lol now unironically. It's only a matter of time before yeah. I say fave after fave, something funny you and say. Then just like walk mm-hmm. out of the room. Yeah, I mean that would be that would be same. Great. <laughs> um, L Simpson says your podcast seems to have the momentum of a runaway freight train. <laughs> Why are you so popular? Are we popular? That was well. A, <laughs> well, Lisa, you want to take this? Uh, uh, 
It's a stupid Simpsons of reference. Of course it is. Um, no. Um, Boy, did I step in it. You did. Uh, Tranquil Bez says, if you were to play one game series for the rest of your lives, what would, it, would that series be? Hmm. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Yeah. Just um, for, if there were new things continually yes, in that, that series, yeah. yes. Yeah. Recent answer, Monster Hunter, just because you can disappear into that for a long time. Mm-hmm. But lame answer, Mario. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I love the Mario games, know the, almost all of them back and forth, and I play... One classic, one two completion once a year anyway. Nope, you're wrong. It's Grand Theft Auto. Uh, Based on what you said, the way the Samurai 4 also sounds pretty... uh, You're just saying that because heists are coming. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't care about the online component at all. That's that's news. Yeah. Uh, April. Grand Theft Auto 5 has now been pushed to April on PC. Yeah. By the way... But online heist coming in March. I hope they delay it like 18 more times. We get so much traffic every time we do a GTA 5 (laughs) delayed article. Ah. Great God, game. those nice. horses on pianos better look amazing. Yeah. Uh, lazy developers. Lazy rock star developers. Tyler, do you have anything? Oh, game series I'd play mm-hmm. for the rest of my goddamn life? Red Orchestra. It uh, <laughs> is great. <laughs> Tribes? No. I mean, it'd probably be something like GTA where there's just Infinite so much there that I can, I can do. But, I mean... Honestly, if I was like relegated to one game series, that's all I could play for the rest of my life. I would just stop playing it mm-hmm. and games, and then Probably. I would do something else. <laughs> like I would get, I I get tired of games like thirty minutes after I start playing them. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna play Far Cry. I'm bored, and then I play something mm-hmm. else. So I don't know. Uh, speaking of GTA, I've actually been playing GTA Five uh, remastered in first person mode. And after everyone on every fucking game site had to say, like, oh, the first-person prostitute sex is really lurid and disturbing. I was like, okay, let's give this a shot. Uh, Number one, you're looking at a a low-poly model of the (laughs) hooker in question with a flapping jaw that every in-car model in GTA V has. Um that sounds lurid. So yeah, it's, it's sort of like watching a, a ventriloquist dummy talk, <laughs> and then it gets on top of you, and you're staring at her armpit as it bounces up and down, and you can kind of look up and see her chin as that bounces up and down. But like, and and mysteriously, your hands stay on the steering wheel the entire time <laughs> while be the safe hooker's driver. on top of you. <laughs> Although the the blowjob stuff is really disturbing, I don't know if they added a bunch of uh, new dialogue, but it's not just slurpy noises and seeing the head bouncing up and down on your character's first person crotch. Mm-hmm. But she also says stuff like, mm, "Your pre cum tastes so good." Like, is <laughs> this the word my pre-cum. first? Thank yeah, you. my first thought was Whores. immediately <laughs> that YouTube video of the French parents buying GTA Five early for their uh, like eight year old son. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my god! It's people bought this for their kids. Did they pre-cum order it? I sure <laughs> hope so. <laughs> I'll pre-cum say, uh, edition. Yes, blow your wad early. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, I will say one of the saddest the moments of my existence. And um, Allison, if you're listening, turn this off for a minute. Yeah, I, I, I remember. Recogni- too, I remember recognizing the voice of the prostitute in GTA Five. It is a porn star. Okay. And uh, oh. if you want to know more, I I don't know. DM me. <laughs> saddest, saddest DMs ever. What porn star was it, Dave? Yeah, Dave. Tell us privately. No. Oh, Dave, you're getting me so hot. For a hot porn star yeah. names, DM Dave. Oh, less than 140 oh. characters. By the, I, I, th- I think I've mentioned this on a podcast before, but the the, the modern day equivalent of discovering a, fr- <laughs> a friend in a porno store uh-huh. is being on Twitter, going to a porno actor or actress's Twitter page, and seeing... Your friend also, also follows. follows this porn star. Mm, yeah. And it's like, okay. Peter North. 
Um, Brother of Dick South. One time I opened uh, an SNES cartridge. Or a SNES cartridge. One time I opened a SNES cartridge. Is the That's name. the name. Okay. Oh my god, okay. I thought that was the beginning of no, the sentence. No, um, well, there's two questions here. I understand that several of the Laser Time Network characters are artistically inclined, so my question is, would a Laser Time member be willing to draw a Zelda tattoo designed for me if this person knows us very well, he can only be asking one person. Yeah, it's, it's only, only one, one of us who can fucking draw. Well, he, you've, done, you've done that before, haven't you, Tyler? I've done that before for Brett and mm. Carolyn. It's the Minish Cap tattoo, right? Yeah, and I feel like they didn't really even need me to do that. I mean, it was a simple design that... I think this was the day... This was a, in a pre-Wikia day where like that, that art that was super yeah, low-res. I, co- I copied it off of yeah. something else, but... No, but there wasn't like some like high high res PNG to like go off of. I wouldn't. It had like, to be I, I owe so many people drawings of stuff. I'm not. I like because when you have any ability to do any drawing, and I like, haven't done any in years, so like it it does go away. You don't. You, you it's something you get worse at if you don't do it. Hmm. And then, but so many people just ask you like, "Can you do this for me? Can you draw my tattoos?" Like, I don't want any any shit I do to be permanently on your body. That's I will terrifying. fine. Yeah. I will design it for you, Chris and will do it. it will be in the same vein of uh, those Calvin decals on cars, and <laughs> yeah. it'll be Link pissing on the Skyrim logo. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, pissing on the Dovahkiin's helmet. One time, I opened a Seskarch's real question was on a more serious note: Are there any regrets or anything you hoped to accomplish during the TDR Games Radar days? The Radar days, like we were really close to really cool video that I thought. I thought that, like, even when I left, like, well, they're still going to do that, right? And they never, they never did. And I don't even want to say what those things are because there's some of them are things that we can execute, but super fun th- game related things in terms of video that never happened. Sort of, sort of a bummer. You even brought one up the other day, Michael, that we probably can't pull off. But did we ever do that? And like, no, that never ended up happening because no. I guess I thought there were people behind the idea still there. You mentioned it. You mentioned it a while ago. I don't know. What um, but about. yeah, that's that's one of my regrets. I think we were on the verge of doing something very interesting with video over there, and then mm. and then just new people. You know what? Super shower reviews. You, super you shower wanted, reviews. Uh, yeah, that was a fun. I one. was going to do that for a while, wasn't I? Yeah. You, you were you were uh, you were conflicted about it. We were going to do a. But you uh, were like our go-to guy anytime we wanted to do something risque on camera. Like, yeah. Oh, Chris will probably do it. Hell yeah, I'll do yeah, it. We want to have Chris in a shower, like uh, just waist up doing game reviews mm-hmm. as he scrubbed himself with soap. Yeah. And, and then Chris was like, full body or no. This was, uh, yeah, this was like, you know, legit pitch meeting stuff we wanted to do. <laughs> yes. And, and then, Our boss loved the idea. Yeah. And you, we had also talked about um, reviewing games via celebrity impressions and for like an entire week yeah. you worked on a Christopher Walken to mm-hmm. review yeah, Mario just, Galaxy. Yeah, I wanted to do it. And then, uh, so now all I'm left with is a bad Christopher Walken <laughs> impression and no video. Okay, that's something. Purple coins. No. Little man jumping. Put the weaver mouth in the... Oh. What do I regret from our TDAR days? Dave Games Radar regrets. And slash past 198. I wish I had made more of a push to be on your show. Because I... We didn't I, know I, each other all that well. Yeah. yeah, I knew you guys a little bit. We know when I was at OXM before Talk mm-hmm. Radar was shut down. But like... I had listened like when before I started, I'm like I'm gonna download a bunch of KOXMs and talk radar so I know the the dudes that are I'm gonna be working in the same building with and I'm like these shows are hilarious and I'm like I got to be on KOXM because I I 
I and you let next me be on that when I was forbidden to, to like yeah. speak to anybody at Radar. Yeah, yeah, I pretty much made you the co-host, and then mm-hmm. you left. I really wasn't asshole. being treated very well there. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. I mean, shit happens. I'm just kind of an asshole. Should have uh, stayed for me. <laughs> um, but whatever. You live and learn, and there's a lot of things I feel like I didn't appreciate there, like uh, not having to do everything. Yeah, which is what I have to do now, or anything for well, the last few months you were there. Well, it was I didn't like that at all. That's the whole reason Laser Time exists. I wasn't allowed to do anything, but hadn't done anything uh, fireable. Hmm. Um, <laughs> um, take your pick on one of these, says uh, Cody Stovall. Oh shit! Um, I'm gonna look through these real quick. Um, um, I'm just going to read the first one. I have to get an Xbox One because they have the best controller. What small hang-ups uh, do you have that affect your gaming decisions? Oh, I see what you're saying. Wait. He prefers the controller for Xbox One, so he's going to get an hmm. Xbox One. It is a better controller. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I, will pr- I prefer to play games so I can get achievements or trophies for, even though I don't actually care about anything except getting the trophies. Mm-hmm. I never compare them to other people. I never really look back and say, like, oh, look at all these trophies I've amassed. It's just like, yeah, I just somehow feel like I'm accomplishing something if I get trophies or achievements. Yeah. Um, my PS3 is broken, and I think I could send it in and have it fixed for $150. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Xbox 360 has been unhooked forever, and I will not play them because I consider buying the new consoles an investment, and there are billions of fucking stellar 360 and PS3 games I've never touched and will sit here and complain how there's no new PS4 and Xbox One games. Having a giant Steam library and uh, just, it's not new and it doesn't look all crazy good. And like It's such a shitty, shitty thing to say. That's my hang-up. I always feel like I'm admitting defeat if I turn on my 360 or Mm -hmm. PS3, which reminds me we should do a video series that we talked about. Mm -hmm. Getting through our shame piles. Yeah. Burn it through the backlog. I'm uh, I'm really really overcritical of stuff that that doesn't matter. Ultimately, I'm I'm really overcritical of like it's menu design. Critic. I'm really overcritical of uh, uh, the opening cutscene, and I, I I don't know remember specifics, but I know there are games that have been like just escape escape. <laughs> I don't want to play this because the opening because I didn't like the narration in the opening cutscene. Like I get I get really turned off by stuff that arguably doesn't matter to the actual gameplay of the thing but like if it's just like like really stupid stuff like i don't like the font of this and like that's mm. not going to stop me if i'm re- if i'm reviewing a game oh. i'm not going to go i didn't like the font zero i'll i'll stick with it but if i'm just playing something for fun and i jump in and i'm like oh this dialogue is terrible I'm not going to play this, and everyone says, no, the actual playing of it is fun. I'll be like, mm. yeah, I didn't like the opening cutscene. Well, I mean, and it sounds so petty and stupid. You but. know, the, the stilted animation and dated character models uh, did keep me from playing Amazonian Warriors, even though Kotaku <laughs> oh. did say it was better than Civ Five with the Brave New World with expansion. With the Brave New World expansion, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Slaughtered. God, that was an awful pile of TV shit. Yep. Wow. <laughs> I do have to apologize. I think I brought up, what I don't know if it was VGA, about how... I, I said that Ice T called everyone at a party uh, the the F word, the longer uh-huh. F word, at, uh-huh. and he, he might have called us pussies. Oh, I can't. It, it could have been that. One and, one way or the other, he objected to you paying attention to the game that you were there to see instead of his show. Yes. Yo, you a bunch of Nancy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
I'm IT up here playing with body count. So, We're about to yeah. do cop kill, and all you can do is you act the time reloads. Uh, <laughs> that shit's bullshit. Come up to the stage, you bunch of sissies. Why am I so afraid of saying f***? I'm really Jesus excited. Because I'm, 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 I'm not going to go. There's no reason for me to. But today I was in, invited to a GDC party uh, by a Japanese mobile game publisher, and Great. their headliner is Young MC. Who is who is who is a uh, stone cold Ryman who I have not heard about doing anything for? Could that mean that Gree is about to unleash a new version of Bust a Move for Bust phones? Move. Yes, yeah. actually, yes. But uh, I love Young MC. But who doesn't? You love Young MC. Young MC is great. He, name one other Young MC song other than Bust a Move. Uh, uh, it's impossible. Well, his album Stone Cold Ryman I have on my Spotify <laughs> and I listen to often. Can't necessarily name a track from it, but uh, Stone he, Cold. Sorry, he rhymes. Uh, he rhymes often about things. He 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 has a whole song about funky rhymes and how funky his rhymes are. <laughs> and I I do appreciate that because I feel like funky rhymes have gone out of style. There's no funk to the rhymes mm-hmm. anymore. Stone Cold uh, Rhymes is my favorite uh, WWF parody. It is. <laughs> yeah. It's all. It's the. I think what you're mourning is the the death of happy rap. Uh, That's because rap gone. wasn't super. Ha- it was kind of happy. Um, he said, "If you don't know what to do with the girl or your life, just dance, baby. Bust a move." What was the question? <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> if macaroni tastes bad, just dance. Griff says, question. "Shit, I can't think of anything. You guys want to grab a beer next time you're in SF?" Yes, I've decided to start doing that every time someone asks <laughs> me that. that. Okay, we did that yeah. recently with our buddy Wes. Um, first fun. round is on me. Also, if uh, I just found out, I, if I just found out I'm the Limbird baby, who do I tell? Um, <laughs> Uh, the and ghost I, of Charles Lindbergh? Or uh, the ghost of Robert Stack, because there's an episode mm. they never quite completed of Unsolved Mysteries. Update. Update. This man was <laughs> whacking off in a tool shed. Um, I, can't, I can't wait for the... Uh, oh, never mind. Never mind. This is, I want to get these quicker, because there are a lot of these, and I want to yeah, get through yeah, as many yeah, as possible. Uh, Jar asked, this, this applies to everyone in the room, if you had no responsibilities in the world, how would you spend your time? Um, oh playing video games and mm. jerking Probably, off. A lot of video games, well, doing plenty of that now, huh. but... Uh, but I'd always wanted I always wanted to do what I'm doing now, which is kind of like experience cool things and talk to cool people about those cool things. Mm-hmm. So I do sort of have that, but I, I am not fucking around. Uh, had all the money in the world and no real ambition to be silly, I would spend my life devoted to piracy. Like piracy I, on the high seas or video piracy? Um Getting everything available for everyone all the time. Even if it's not like straight up piracy or like building a library. I mean, if money was no object, wouldn't you just buy that shit? It's not about me getting it. It's about it's about giving it to everybody. You want to oh, share, you wanna see, share old cartoons yeah. with everyone. I would build a library. I said that before. On another show, I would build a channel. But not even just old cartoons, but a place that like actually gave a fuck, archived and curated uh, you gotta build, everything. You build YouTube for pirates. Well, maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah. But just, just the idea that like... You could you, artists should be reimbursed. I am not fucking around. You, you should, should build it in a desert so that someday it can sink <laughs> and be rediscovered. Yes. Maybe, but it's I, I, I feel still when we did our Oscar show, I can't see any of these movies. I haven't seen any of them, and like, it's like just fucking steal them, man. These, this is the zeitgeist. You'll find a way to compensate uh, Clint Eastwood at some point, I'm sure. But <laughs> it is the best movie. I, if, um, if you see him on the street, give him a dollar. Yes. Um, anybody else? Uh, I would probably I would, drink. Anybody have an mm. office space? I would do nothing. I would pee on everything. Two girls at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I had no responsibilities whatsoever, and even though I do have responsibilities, I tend to ignore them 
and and just drink. So I guess Man. that's all. It, that's all I would do. I would become a wrestling referee. Nice. Yeah. Neat. Don't have to sacrifice my body as much. Uh, the wrestlers probably make fun of me and pull pranks on me all the time. But you know what? I'm so good natured. Shit in your gym bag. Just rolls off my back. Rolls out of my bag. Um. <laughs> That's weird. This this is a weird question that might have a longer answer. Uh-huh. Not you, Aimbot Master, who asks when's Marvel, which I, you know, the answer is you're banned. Um, <laughs> oh, poor Aimbot I'm not Master. banning Aimbot Master. Um, when we ban Aimbot Master, I fall out of my chair. Memmins yep. <laughs> <laughs> <Memon Saint laughs> Princess, how different does it feel to be doing episode 100 of Video Game Apocalypse compared to doing episode 100 of Talk Radar? And what uh, what do you think has changed for you? Why that felt special, I think. The world was not as populated with podcasts, hmm. and our company wasn't particularly interested in it either. Um, they were just like, well, if that's what you think people want, give it a shot. Uh, could be fun. And it just, I don't even know if it was a big, it was just the response was unlike anything else. And we, it was just weird getting to 100, and we all crowded into a room and fucked off mm-hmm. for an hour. That was really cool. We listened to that recently. And it really? Was good. Yeah, it was fun. Um, six hours. No, the well, the show's six hours, but we were not in the room for that long. That's true. The difference is, is yeah, I guess it's hard to put your finger on between then and now. Like then, we were this, we had this camaraderie, mm-hmm. bunch of guys there every week, long hours mm-hmm. usually. Mm-hmm. Really, and that's that's people. People I know are bummed out that like we can't fully recapture the spirit of talk but like the idea the idea then is that like we all experience the same thing for nine to ten hours a day. And you were seeing this collective vent between friends and coworkers, mm. and we don't see each other that often anymore. And it was all just like this passion project, really. Mm-hmm. Like, it's weird to call Games Radar a passion project, but we didn't have a lot of oversight. We yeah, were all that was doing what, what made we were it doing. special. Like, we could just basically yeah. do our own thing. But we didn't. We didn't sit there and slack off like you might. Yeah, expect. no, we were all working hard, and that was like I always we wanted it to be good. I always remember there was an episode of The Office before it started to suck, where uh, Steve Carell was like out of the office and Jim took over and he was like yeah funny thing like when you remove the bosses people know what they're supposed to be doing and they do it mm-hmm. like that's kind of what we were we were yeah. up to like everybody knew what they were supposed to be doing everybody did it everybody worked really hard and we came up with some well, really the, funny stuff the most fun part of it was that like we did it to make each other laugh right mm-hmm. like uh-huh. like if i had to write a top seven or something like it was in the hope that brett would laugh when mm-hmm. he had to read it before we published it it was Honestly, not like written for the readers. It was written because, like, I hope this makes no. When we had a Brett group, laugh, when we had a group feature, did, especially, it was just like, well, this needs to be funny because everybody's going mm-hmm. to read it and everybody's going to be trying to be funny too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't like I need to be the best, but it's like mm-hmm. this needs to be funny if all of our names are on yeah. it. Yeah. Well, there there was a credo I tried to live by, which is it's okay to piss people off mm-hmm. if it makes you and your friends laugh. Mm-hmm. And you know who said that? Who? Matt Groening at my <laughs> college commencement. <laughs> Nice. He was the keynote wow. speaker. Nice, um, great keynote speaker. Yeah, yeah creative adventure time. Good, mm-hmm. good for him. So it's just <laughs> different because uh, we don't make each other laugh anymore. Or uh, no, we, we like true, each other. But there, there is, we hate each other's company. Yeah. Uh, it's very tiresome. Man. There's a depressing thing because we're all tired and like we don't work. And like, hey guys, can I run this by you? And everybody gives you the first initial look of being tired and not wanting to hear about it. Mm-hmm. That's that's the situation now. No offense, anyone, because I do it too. I will say I, w- I wasn't around when Games Radar did their hundredth mm-hmm. episode, but all the Hundred episode, all, all the one hundredth episode of Laser Time shows have been pretty spectacular in some. Like the Laser Time was the Simpsons one. Simpsons reference. Um, we, you know, you guys just we just did the one hundred uh, 
VGA, yeah. that three-hour episode. Have you done Cheap Popcast 100? Uh, when when that comes around in 2025, I'm sure it'll okay. be epic. <laughs> and I think uh, um, Henry did something with Cape Crisis 100. I didn't listen to it. Yeah, he came out as yeah, gay. Oh, right, right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I guess uh, look, that's I'll, I'll, it's, in, it's in my... Uh, Q. I'm, I'm gonna listen to it. I um, haven't deleted it yet. I'm gonna listen to it. I skipped the end for the but, good yeah, part. We just spoiled it for yeah, you. Yeah, thanks guys. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, this is... I could probably answer this a little better, but some random... Ch- Wait, Aaron Baba asked if you could buy us a drink sometime, and I, the answer is officially yes. yes. It's always yes. Uh, I think you already said Some yes. random chap, I want to know how the Laser Time Network is going. No one ever seems... Uh, no one really mentions it. Um, you make a joke about listeners dwindling... And there's one this week when Michael falls out of a chair. <laughs> but is is it going well enough to keep you guys satisfied and doing it forever, uh, and even lay uh, lay in your deathbeds? No, um, we we always want more. Um, no, 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 it's not an issue of more. It's that the, financially, the laser time doesn't support one person, not even one. Mm. Um, and you guys, I. Get some money on occasion, and then we get some free food, free beer. Well, don't guilt trip them. But no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. When we joke about listeners dwindling, it bugs me because like there there are a lot of people who we're competing with a lot of people who are in your lives every day, and we can't do that because it's not it's not Michael, Dave, and Tyler's job to be on a microphone every day entertaining you being part of your daily routine the less we become part of your daily routine the more i keep hearing from people like four weeks from now listening to an episode that's really old because we're just oh yeah here's those guys i remember Mm -hmm. that's why i get bummed out that we're dwindling is that that we've what i had wanted was like i wanted this community and be part of everyone's daily life and it's Mm -hmm. it's harder than it looks and it's hard to compete especially when it's like it's mostly only me doing this full time um but how is it going? It's not going anywhere, but like it's not, it's not, it's not going to be anybody's full time job other than me for a, a little bit. Well, for me, I mean, uh, you know, I, I kind of want to combat the idea that uh, VGA's listenership is dwindling. I don't think it's dwindling at all. I've kept close tabs on it, and I'll just, I'll just show my cards here. It, uh, it gets between seven and nine thousand uh, downloads per week, mm-hmm. which is great. You know, I'm really proud of those numbers. That's really good for a podcast. But, you know, I would always like to reach more people. So, uh, you know, as the raccoon likes to say, tell a friend. I think the the episodes this year of Laser Time have never, ever been better. Mm -hmm. They've all been really good, and that doesn't show in the downloads. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. They com- just hold steady. Like no, they're not holding steady. It's no? less than ever. Huh. And that's why I make those jokes because I don't know where people are going, especially when like <laughs> I'm busting my ass and like the response is like, "This is great. This is a great episode. This is something different. Holy shit!" And it, I am. It does make me curious about the future. Is this still worth it? I don't know. Again, tell a friend. They're going back to their home world. Yeah. Hey, you know what, uh, Scott at work? You get you know Scott. Yeah. He said he listened to Cape Crisis. And he, he did. Yeah. When, when? All right. I'm just Scott. saying, hey, yeah, you know, people, people I did actually care. listen to Cape Crisis 100. Mm. <laughs> uh, as for my question, when are you bozos going to fu- uh, start a Patreon? Asked uh, Criminal Scum. When we can figure out how to divide the money amongst us. It, it wasn't an issue of like, it's like that's, that is one and done. And the idea is, uh, A, would you like to donate to the show? billion ways to do it mm-hmm. uh, B uh, what could we give you in exchange for donating to the show because you have to come up with that ideas is that, for donors yeah. to, that is, that is true them. but it's it's more that like Patreons that we can that's something you can do once and and I also wanted to my the idea was to grow the show and not ask you listening to pay 
Mm-hmm. I don't like that idea. Hmm. I don't like that at all. I like putting that charging other people to give you free content. That is that is still my goal. I don't want to. I, I don't like the idea of Patreon. I don't like the idea that only the people who want it help like financially make it happen. There should be other mechanisms for that, and that shouldn't have to come from your pocket. I think. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. uh, and that's 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 why I'm reluctant to do a Patreon. I think we might do one eventually. It's just figuring out how and what works best for all. Well, of then us. get unbanned yeah. from Google Ads. I'm not. I got, uh, well, I got I one word: taunting. <laughs> Not, I'm not, I am banned from Google Ads. I know it's illegal, but we should uh, still do it. That's some inside info. My girlfriend is not because she signed up for she signed up for it to put it on Cartoon Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I went to go sign up, and Google's like, Cartoon Christmas isn't yours. You're a liar. Bounce me back. So the money comes to me, but I found out this year that Tidy was taxed for it. And it is minuscule, so it's that's yeah. why it's not important. All right. Um, but Let's anyway. move on. Okay. A three-hour show. A three-hour show. A three-hour show. It says sometimes a vowel. Um, as a well-worn disciple of Giant Bombcast, your timestamp doth not intimidate me. Uh, I don't know what that means. As for a question, I guess that means they usually do longer shows. A question of the week for those of you who see there. That's a good example of people who are in your lives every day, mm-hmm. and, that, and they can mm-hmm. do something we can't because they're paid to sit in Be a room. Popular. Well, they're also. A bunch of guys with camaraderie and a dynamic that are mm. in a room together every day. Yeah, we don't okay. have that. Don't we? I don't speak to you for six days at a time sometimes, Michael. Not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes true. Mm. In between recordings, sometimes we don't speak. Um, but we are Tyler, Tyler and I live together. Sometimes we go like a day or two That's without true. speaking. Um, sometimes even a day or two without fucking. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, well oh, not more than a day. During the oh, summer okay. when it's too super hot. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. True. Oh, wait. He does have an actual question. For those who don't necessarily know this, how do you guys... Uh, all know each other. All of you. Through work. Yes, there as you can. <laughs> Through work. That's it. That's it. I moved out here with no friends, and the people I did meet, I didn't like. And I immediately let uh, met you guys and liked you a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yay. Dave, Dave, I met because uh, we had some UFC people coming to the show, and Dave's in Ultimate Fighting. Yeah. And I had I had only had a couple conversations with him. Like, Dave was excellent on this. You were excellent on that podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Dave should do more podcasts with us. Everyone I know is someone I worked with, basically. Yeah. Unless they're from high school and I don't talk to them. At Games Radar or That's OXM great. or one of those public. No matter what the criticism is, there's one thing I would never sacrifice from this entire experience of working in this industry is the awesome people I've met. Through. I'm, I'm not kidding. And when people make allegations of tainting and corruption, like I would, I'd, I'd throw the, all the rest of it aside. The friends I've met mm-hmm. are the most important, and I don't care what your allegations are. They colluded with your heart. Tainting mm-hmm. is a very important part of this industry. It's how I sign off on reviews. I, I rub them against my taint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, tainting is common, right? That's yeah, exactly. Everybody taints. Everyone yeah. taints. Yeah. Holy shit. Raccoon Hale, congratulations on 100 episodes. I've truly enjoyed all of your shows. One question is, what do you or the raccoon think of my rankings below? Here, uh, here is to 100 more. And in every single one of his SIGs, he's ranked the best raccoons. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> raccoon, raccoon power rankings. <laughs> and it now goes up to 106. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> you give us the top five. Um, Rocket. Mm-hmm. Number two is Rocket again. Mm-hmm. Number three is Michael Kang. Michael Kang. Michael Kang. Because he needs to be on all the power rankings. Yes, ESPN. He is better than the Denver Bronc- Broncos. Mm-hmm. Uh, four is Sly. <laughs> five is Cartman the Coon. Mm-hmm. The Coon. There you go, your top five. What, I don't even rank? What the fuck? Uh, your number 100. No, Michael the Raccoon Murderer is uh, 105. Let me see here. What about me, the raccoon? Hold on, I'm looking. Oh, I think I... I've busted in here to be part of this conversation now. No, it looks <laughs> like... Forget what was said earlier. Number 100 is VGA's raccoon uh, with laser time chipmunk at number 50. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm sorry. The chipmunk, the chipmunk had two appearances. Excellent yeah, appearances. That is a fucking ripoff. It's He's two a, ripoffs. Yeah. It's Duke Lombardi with his pitch open. <laughs> <laughs> um, you could add any character to Smash Brothers. Who would it be? Or what would it be? Me, I'd go with Simon Belmont, says Darth Hendrix. Yes. Um, but uh, only 8-bit Simon Belmont. I would, you know what? I, at this point, if you guys aren't competitors anymore, hmm. throw in Master Chief. I'd kind of like to see what he'd do with his hands and feet. I know he's got a sword uppercut in there. I want a bottomless shulk. <laughs> <laughs> I would have the, the Three Stooges as one character. I'm really feeling it. It is my wiener. Wario, why I oughta. Naked Samus. <laughs> Birthday suit Samus. There Birthday suit Samus. Uh, Britain boy. First time poster. Hey. Uh, hello, first congrats on reaching 100 uh, episodes. 100th episode was Thank absolutely you. hilarious. My question for you guys is what's a popular game franchise? You know, many people love. Uh, you may even appreciate what it does and recognize it as a great game, but you just can't get into no matter how much you try. Dragon Age. Far Cry. Mm. Mm. Silent Hill. Think. No, that's not that popular. I really like Bioware <laughs> games, and I, I even like Dark Brotherhood. Can't get into Dragon Age. Couldn't Mass get Effect. Into Dragon Age 1 or 2, but uh, Inquisition is good. Uh, Wait, did you say Mass Effect? Oh, fuck Kinda. Yeah. Oh, what's wrong with you? Eh. Yeah. Uh, also, no, we do here. No. Also, all Latter-day Mario games are just kind of... Eh. What? Eh. Right. I, I think eh. both... both and of the, the Latter-day Saints. Mm-hmm. Both of these are based on my inability to not... I have to play every series in succession. Mm-hmm. Uncharted, Assassin's Creed. Okay. The, both of the first games are just like, eh, I can't go back to these. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Rob, the master, asked, says congratulations on 100... Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, uh, question oh, of the week. Oh, Rez, that's another one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've recently taken my uh, first steps into games journalism. I Step enjoy back. it overall, but uh, I'm having a hard time getting used to the nasty commenters. I can have an overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly positive response to an article, but the few bad comments are the ones that stick with me. I realize I'm not perfect, and I try and correct mistakes as effectively as I can, but the criticism is hard to shake off. Yeah, that's, that's just part of the job. Yeah. I mean, um, I think you... Well, here, here's, here's something I would like to point out. for the web knows that, like, one nasty comment can outweigh a yes. hundred positive It doesn't comments. really change. And that sucks. That's, that's really, that really sucks. That's unfair to the people who uh, felt, who liked something enough to mm-hmm. reach out and say, this was great. But when you're reading through that, that's the one that's going to stick in your craw. Yeah. And that's just something you have to get used to because so, the internet is full of assholes. So one thing I do is drink. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> And uh, another thing I do is, um, well, cry to myself sometimes. But uh, other than that, I also just recognize that a lot of the writing I do is critical of work there you go. people have put yeah. a lot of time into when I criticize a game. And you're criticizing and that, things people love or hope that, to love. Yeah. And, and, well, I mean, even the, the people who made it are reading that and, and probably a little hurt when I say their game is bad and uh, so the you know anytime you create something and put it out there you're gonna have critics and some of them are gonna be mean and just imagine them yelling at their mom for a sandwich and it's fine (laughs) um the here's the revelation I have 99% of what people have misinterpreted as games journalism Mm -hmm. is actually criticism yeah so receiving criticism underneath an article is by nature what it was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I suppose. Um, so. And, and uh, what the comment 
is something that what I we I remember we we had a what is like vertical posting or like the idea of like when you before we had comments like we're posting on a wall so we ha- so we had to make sure we were thorough did our jobs so we might not be able to edit this mm-hmm. uh, and most commenters do that too now. I am giving you the final criticism of what you've yeah. done. Mm-hmm. Instead of instead of like, and that's why I gravitated more towards this because this is a conversation. This is where ideas are in flux, and you can keep talking mm-hmm. about things. It's not a monologue. I'm not preaching at you. We're actually talking about stuff. Yeah. That's why I gravitated towards this, and that's what the internet still kind of is. It's me. I'm saying this. Well, I'm saying this. I'm not acknowledging what you said because it's me saying this now. Well, I think you know there there are two kinds of negative criticism you can receive, and I think. Like stuff that talks about like specific things said in the article, mm-hmm. saying no, this is wrong. I didn't like this. I disagree with you on this point. You're mm-hmm. stupid for thinking this. Like, okay, I can I can take that as criticism. But then you read stuff like you know I write for IGN, and every once in a while I read a comment in my review or, or review I wrote that's like this is why IGN people like this are why IGN is going downhill. Like. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> so you get for giving Sonic a five. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. I'm going to comment on 50 more articles. Yeah, I didn't like Sonic Boom. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it is frustrating when it's just like completely non. Like I again, I try not to be mean ever when I criticize something because I know someone who made this game or whatever is is reading it, and of course there's going to be people in your comments who just say you are a but I'd, li- bag fuck I'd like to point head. out mm-hmm. that you also are well aware how easy it is to be mean. Yes. It's a lot easier to be mean, That's the thing. needlessly it's negative. It's easy to tear something down. It's totally. It's a lot harder to make something. So. Mm-hmm. Um, shit. Well, oh man, how much more of this do we want to do? We're not even halfway through. <laughs> Keeper 13, uh, let me... Um, uh, what advice tips would you give someone that wants to get better at writing about games or producing videos? Writing about games, practice, write on your own blog, making videos. Yeah. Do the Pay same. Pay attention to constructive criticism. Uh, the people have with, a good attitude about being edited. The people with money who want video have no idea how to produce it, and if they learned, they would hate doing it. And you will always be able to find work as a video editor. Period. Yeah, definitely put more of the focus into the video stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh Just no, is, is that what's happening with you guys? Uh yeah, come yeah. up, come up, come up with an adverb, then an adjective, gamer, and then yeah. you've, you've already <laughs> like created your identity. You're done. Uh, like I'm just no. looking at the table, like the Wallaby Beery Gamer. No, video is mm. huge. Yeah. If you want to write, I would say like um, re- read a lot of writing about games, and then anytime someone uh, says something that sounds like you've heard before, never repeat that. Yeah. and find a better way to say it. Like, don't, don't assume all the writing you read is good. Read lots of writing because you do need to, like, mm-hmm. consume it in order to, like, learn from it. But don't just assume that you need to write, like, uh, someone else. I think that is a problem in games writing is that, like, in the 90s, we established a voice that I really don't like. <laughs> uh, Nintendo Power, as a official pamphlet, established that voice. Yeah. And it took a long time to shake from the industry. People have referred so like, to as games journalism. Just remember that you not. don't have to say the shooting is solid and stop uh, it. I was immersive. You motherfucker! You're still after me in that Destiny thing that did describe what Destiny was. I'm, 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 that's fine. Amazing controls with a ho hum shell. Which means what? <laughs> oh god! Yeah, and never, never use like a cliche uh, um, analogy hmm. for that that plays on part of the game as your conclusion <laughs> sentence. Never ever say all in all. All in summation, <laughs> at the end of the day, well, at the none end of, of the that. Day never. Is, is I, know, I know it's hard to write outros. Never do that. And it's it's way harder on the same subject. It's way harder to write something 
new about what what you like and right. why you like something. Yeah. And, and and when you do that, you will notice that like people will read that shit forever. You like, gotta really dig into like why the fuck do you like this? What about the actual animations and the yeah. the sound effects and the the way it works? I don't know. I literally went to. I became an English major because I was frustrated because I didn't have the words and tools to describe how I felt about things. I wasn't a journalist, journalism major. Mm. I just like I like. I'm tired of this. I want to talk about stuff. Try, try to come up with awesome similes and metaphors, like Hunter S. Thompson would. I think Patton Oswalt came up with a great one in Silver Screen Fiend, which was like a shark gun simple on surfer guts, <laughs> gun blood simple on surfer guts. In that same Fantastic. vein, um, Corey Noob asked, "What would your final meal be uh, <laughs> if you were on death row, including beverage and dessert? Oh. Uh, that would be Tahitian treat with uh, Jack in the Box." Garlic herb butter burger. Hmm. I would demand a meal that would take me 50 additional mm-hmm. years to eat. <laughs> um, I would... Uh, uh, I don't really eat meat, but I would, if I was going to die, I guess I would have a... I'd probably have a mm. steak, a filet mignon. Mm. And, uh, uh, I'd wish for infinite last meals. <laughs> <laughs> for dessert, I would have plain vanilla ice cream. I would want to eat a pardon from President Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then, ironically, I'd have to eat it. And yeah. the, uh, Uretha no. Franken. <laughs> Uretha Franklin? It's Franken, like Franken. Al Franken. Yeah. Uretha Franken. Uh, Uretha Franken uh, says, what, would, what was the best game of the last generation? Tyler, you may, may be able to ballpark whatever <laughs> PC's last generation was. Oh. Assassin's Creed 2. Oh. Earth Defense Force. <laughs> Insect uh. Armageddon. Gross! That's not uh, even the good one. It's like an Xbox 360 game. By 2017, Mass Effect 2. Well, just yeah, from that era. I also say yeah, Mass, Mass Effect, Effect 2. 2. That's probably. That, I gotta that's probably it. I should take um, it back. Red Dead Redemption. Uh, yeah, fuck. That's a tough question. It's gonna take a long time. Uh, and if for some reason you guys had a uh, had disagreement on this and that escalated into a physical altercation, which one of you guys would win? I don't know. But we'd all kick the shit out of Dave, right? Yeah. He's peeing. He would have, oh, God, yeah. What a fucking asshole. He'd be the first to go down. What a fucking stand asshole. A chance. Oh, man. I'd fall, literally fall like a pansy. <laughs> Both like a homosexual and the flower. That's how he would fall to the ground. What segment or piece of content was your favorite? Do you have a favorite joke on the show? I don't know why I don't Dave, remember Dave's fucking Paul Rudd thing was like... <laughs> Rudd fuckers. Rudd fuckers was great. Uh, that, that's still making me laugh. Yeah. Hey, that was from something else. That's Aww. one thing, and, and now that Dave's not at the table, I can say that, uh, yeah, that was one of the great things about it's all going Dave. back and pulling the secret sounds. Is like, it's a reminder that Dave is... He's so quiet most of the time, but like he can be really, really funny. Yeah. Listen to the commentaries if you want to see he just that motherfucker shine. He just sits there yeah. waiting, and then he strikes. Too yeah, polite. It's, like a Too it's, it's just, oh my God, it's like that's mine, the best thing anyone's ever said. Mine has to be a grim moment, but I don't know. Just all of them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Every time every time Mike... Mine, mine was Grimm's quote, Michael referenced fucking Hamlet, and <laughs> Grimm said, if you don't know who Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are... Like, comment, or subscribe. Uh, <laughs> that is my that is my favorite perfect perfect sentence. Um, uh, Soren asks, "What are the chances any of you guys will go to NYCC again?" Sorry, Soren. I wish you would. I'd gladly bring you more cookies. Soren gave me cookies at Aww, New York Comic Con. Uh, um, I love it. It's my favorite con. It's just cold enough. Uh, it's small. It's there's room to there's room to breathe. It's great. We'll never say never. What book have you been reading? Phil Hartman's biography, Charles A. That's what I've been reading. Um, Silver Screen Fiend by Patton Oswalt. Fantastic. Holy shit. Dear VGA, 
Will you listen to my laser time tribute and not make fun of my Ooga Bunga singing voice? No. Um, why did Chris lose his job at Capcom? Asked the one and only um, because a bunch of people did. Yeah. <laughs> and and what, so it had nothing to do with you fingering at, at Mr. Capcom. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, that yeah. was bad, but. Yeah, like, want to play Monster Hunter? Leave Mr. Capcom alone. Question wanna for me Do monster? you have a favorite piece? And, and I was not happy there, and I made yeah. that very fucking clear. Yeah, yeah. Did not like it at all. Um, did you do you have a favorite piece of Disney memorabilia? If so, what is it? Um, just as memorabilia goes, I suppose either the Mouser Size album or that awesome Scrooge McDuck cell, which I it's the only thing I've haggled for in my life at Comic Con. Wow. I'll give you seventy if you throw in that cut, that printed out background. That's not even from the same episode. Don't care. You're giving it to me and at less of a price than the sticker says. <laughs> okay. Yes. Haggling, man. Haggling, straight haggling. Somebody else take it. Helium Spoon says, how is baby formed? That's a great animated gif with that. <laughs> um, next year I'm here in San Francisco, I will show you. Mm, clever. Um, <laughs> uh, Cloven64, the question that man has asked himself since the beginning of time, Boyzone, Westlife, or Era Insync? Mm. I'm oh, gonna two of those are Brito bands, I think. Yeah, yes, Brito bands. I'm gonna say Boyzone because it sounds like an awesomely gay water park. <laughs> yeah. I'm I don't say Msync. Uh, I'm 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 impartial to a B44, which uh, you can't find them as much nowadays. But they are. It's like a Msync with three Jersey Shore guys. Mm. It's All a right. prequel to Msync. Yeah, right. I think uh, they might be Canadian. I guess of those three, I've only heard of Msync, so them. Um, Smurf this way. Kind of a long one, but my question is about the sponsored slash advertainment, as Chris called it, videos from the game's radar days. Dead Island, Secret Origins, Mm -hmm. Rocksmith, Saints Row, and Resident Evil Revelations. Mm -hmm. Who came up with the idea of these videos rather than the usual sponsored article? Who came to who? How much control did you have for what was in the videos? Was there anything that was cut for whatever reason? Um, I stated that in the past. I was talking um, with one of our marketing guys just dicking around like... Be really cool if we could do stuff because I, like I said, I wanted to do more video and it's just too expensive and takes too much time. And then, what if I got someone else to pay for it? Like, can you? We'll see. They did, and then I said, submitted a script with AIDS and nine eleven jokes, and <laughs> wow. and for the Dead Island one, and Deep Silver was like, cool, go ahead, here's the money, do it. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, and, and then we they hired like a professional director and an Oscar winning. Uh, director of photography, and they changed. They took out some of the more harsh lines, yeah. and there was and stuff that wouldn't work. Like you had a, a, a fighter jet blowing up the island in the that background. Did that had to get the cut. island was supposed to explode, uh, be attacked by a jet, and there was also supposed to be a zombie shark attack where the zombie won. And mm-hmm. I ended up buying a fake dolphin, and was told, "No, we're not. You're not wrestling a stuffed dolphin." There's one scene where mm. we're... Uh, it's nothing that was cut. It's just funny. We were all walking, and first of all, you'll notice that Michael's sunglasses are on and then off. And second of all, the reason for that is that we did like 15 takes because we're near SFO. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and a they only fucking realized, plane kept flying over. And they realized halfway through... Wait, have you been wearing sunglasses this whole time? <laughs> Take them off. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the Rocksmith... Like, I, I don't remember any anything ever being disapproved by those things. And that's kind of the only reason I was really comfortable doing them. I will take money endlessly from publishers all day long to make content I couldn't afford to do otherwise. All day long. Because you don't have to compromise your opinion uh, to take, take money from these companies. That's true. 
To be clear, I never got paid for any of that. So. Yeah, no, only us, I did. Yeah, you did. None of us did. But I guess, in a sense, uh, being able to take a day off work to go film at five in the morning but was o- a sort of payment. O- only for, <laughs> only for, only for Dead Island though. Like everything yeah. else, like we were. I was told by new management I couldn't ethically do that anymore. I'm like, yes, I can. I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna go on the podcast and slam this game as soon as I'm done. And didn't stop them from pulling me into the Resident Evil Revelations thing. Well, because so. it turned out to be a pretty legitimate business. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's the video situation yes. look like elsewhere? Like, no one's making sketches at these editorial outlets, and I wish they would. Mm. I wish they'd make more funny. But Giant Bomb has done that for sure, and Rooster Teeth yeah. does a great job. And that's why they're probably the most popular, because they're making funny shit. That's true. Uh, Moan for Stallone asks, If the entire crew was locked away in a broke. fallout shelter for one year... <laughs> And could only bring one film to watch as your sole source of entertainment. Which one would you choose? Choices are... Oh, God. Uh, Battleship, Mac and Me, Runaway Bride, The English Patient, or Weekend at Bernie's 2. And Chris has to admit which of these films he would commit sexy time to while the rest of the crew watches in horror. Huh. <laughs> like, oh. wait, did I masturbate too? I guess, yeah. It is I pretty choose, sexy I when I do Weekend it. I Bernie's too. All right, I could, yeah, I could I jerk off in front of you to that. That's probably the most watchable thing on this list, having never seen The English Patient. Mac and Me? Wow, Mac and Me is... Um, Mac and Me yeah. is an abomination uh, committed to celluloid <laughs> and should not be watched by These are all ever. movies you don't want to watch, though. Mac and yeah. Me seems like the one that'll be fun to make fun of, at least for the first couple of years before yeah, we start yeah. fucking and killing each other. <laughs> and Grimm's in there with us. I not think. necessarily in that order. Mm-hmm. We want a good shitlord's uh, candidate. Yeah, that's true. Oh my god, we. Yeah, and and we we eventually start forming a religion around it because we, you know, <laughs> like every time you watch it, you see something new. Yeah. There's some new detail you didn't notice. Oh my god, look at look at how many steps Ronald McDonald takes in this <laughs> one scene. It's clearly a secret message, and we we'd all have four foot beards by this point. <laughs> he makes nine steps to the front door and then eleven steps to the counter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Robel965 says, What Robo. game slash franchise slash series do you regret not playing or finishing? Mm. Mother. Mammy! Yeah, that's a good one. Uncharted. Hmm. No, it's boring as fuck. Uh, no, I feel like I've missed out on like that's a, it's, that's the like defining uh, franchise on the PlayStation 3. I, I would just, think like, I it's it. like it is like the Matrix of its era. It was great if you saw it then. It doesn't hold up very well. Mm. And it won't for future generations mass effect okami um okami final fantasy 5 when i was still interested in that shit Mm -hmm. i have no regrets attaboy i I never played okami and i don't care i don't keep any of those filthy birds around no fuck egrets uh slow octopus says if you had to choose what is everyone's favorite tv show of all time seinfeld mystery science theater mr show yeah. Mm. It's like if you had to choose, we've already had them. Chosen. I will say, you and I, a couple like a year or two ago, went through like kids in the hall, and we're like, nah. we love this, and this holds up very well. Yeah, every single like, yeah, it's five it's to seven funny. guys writing all of this, and it doesn't really waver. It doesn't mm-hmm. get bad. There's not a yeah. bad moment. It was. I think I could make a case that Kids in the Hall holds up incredibly yeah, well. Yeah, it's still not the mm-hmm. best show of all time, which is Seinfeld. But well, but Monty yeah. Python's Flying Circus. I want to hope Arrested Development will hold up. Stand a test. Of time. I, I would say, like in terms of length, Seinfeld is is the one. So, Simpsons, you know that like six or seven season stretch. Yeah, and uh, you know what? Fuck it, Lost. I really Ugh, like Lost. God, get the I, fuck out of here! Wow. Damn it, Dave. That show is moving. Why do you always have to bring us down? <laughs> 
That is sick. <laughs> when you when you watch it as an entire piece, you are sick. It is really good. You dare actually. call it a piece. Only drama show I've watched twice. So, oh damn. Hmm. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck Gross. you. <laughs> I like Lost. Fuck yeah, you. The only drama show you watched twice, other than fucking Monday Nitro. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched them. That counts. Uh, Irish Ranger, this might be a little bit touchy. Irish Ranger asks, I know you guys work in an industry and live in a town where you don't want to burn bridges, but would you be willing to speak about what happened with the mass mass exodus of all of you from Games Radar? It seemed like there Mm -hmm. was some tension in the late days between you guys with your creative vision and some certain higher-ups. I've just always wondered if it was really an amicable split or was there some bad blood? I've gotten... If I've gotten it all close to the mark, I'll just accept a simple yes, and we can all just move on. I have an eloquent, eloquent way to put this. I still this. work there. I want to mm. remind you all. Yeah, yeah but you, you like went over to PC Gamer. Like you were not part of the. I was not. Uh, just the beginning of it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I left for, for. You wanted to go over there. Yeah, um, different opportunity. I will say we had talked about it earlier. We were kind of left alone, and the site grew, and we were a website at a company that primarily did magazines and didn't prioritize websites. Mm-hmm. And overnight, it became clear that it would be better to focus on the website yeah. and not the magazines. And all of a sudden, a lot more people who don't actually make things were very interested. Yes. And it was like there was a... We, we went from almost no managerial oversight to a ton of managerial oversight in, a, in very short order. And, and everybody campaigned for this of, and that with new visions. Yeah. It was just, um, you know, it, it wasn't a very fun place to work after a little while. But it's different now. It's great. Yeah. No, it's, they do, they good, do good work. It's I'm, fine. Like, it's they seem to be back, back around to where we were uh, mm-hmm. before we, we all left, so that's great. But, you know, it's sometimes you just can't stay in the same job forever. I probably yeah. would have done that forever if we could have kept it. To... Yeah. In my case, it was also a chance for promotion. Yeah. Like, there was an executive editor position open at PTOM mm-hmm. around the same time. I was, I was sort of chafing against the new uh, oversight. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll do that. That's more money, uh, more freedom. And I get to work on a magazine before magazines go extinct. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you how, like, how, like, how much I appreciate people who have been with us that long. Uh but there's another example of, like, Charlie Barrett, who, like, did it and doesn't want to do it anymore. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to come on podcasts, really. No, it takes a lot of cajoling to get him on two. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It's not what he wants he to do. He refuses to come on VG. Yeah, he doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to... He, that, he doesn't want that... He's one of my He's got a family best friends. that somehow the, is fulfilling. Yeah, weird ass know, yeah, motherfucker. And he runs. He, yeah, he just yeah. like ju- not from anything. Yeah. He just runs. He volunteers. So I will Ugh. talk, write about games, maybe do some things. I won't work in the industry again as I've used to. I refuse to do that. But Charlie really <laughs> refuses to go down that career path ever again. It was just our entire lives for mm-hmm. several years. We're really dedicated to that site, and you burn out. You want to try other Real. things. You want to do other. Things. I mean, I even look at like when I look at like uh, behind the scenes of other shows of like. We had a good five years. Then people wanted to go and move on with their lives. And yeah, yeah, it's nice to imagine it's always going to be this one snapshot of time mm-hmm. where everyone's just loving it and and completely 100 percent dedicated to the same thing. But you know, people yeah. leave. There are new hires. There are people get married, have kids, move on. You know, mm-hmm. whatever their careers move on. It was inevitable that like that sort of original 2006 to 2010 or whatever games radar team would eventually go other places Mm -hmm. 
Fuck, a lot of them did long before we even started mm-hmm. uh, Talk Radar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Emmert, Christian Nutt. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's true. Others. All right, three more questions. Um, Cubby Lover says, I have noticed that in the past two years or so, my gaming has been driven by my hunt for trophies slash achievements in video games. It's a bad way to be. Where in the past, I may have played through Shadow of Mordor or Infamous Second Son more than once. I haven't felt the need to since I got the Platinum Trophy on both of them. I also noticed that I don't bother playing my Wii U for this reason as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Uh, have any of you all gone through this or feel like the inclusion of trophies slash achievements have affected how people play games in a negative way? Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I would, but like the second I got my Xbox One and watched two shows on Hulu and got a meaningless achievement for no reason. But you got zero yeah. points for it, so it didn't really slowly your Yeah, but it, like, it sullies the euphoria that comes from that noise. Hmm. And makes it less important, and then like, well, where the fuck That's am true. I getting gamers? Have felt a lot less important on Xbox One. Yeah, which is one of the reasons I barely play my Xbox. Even though mm-hmm. you can customize the color of your achievement. Yeah, why is yours brown? Why would I want to do that? I like the uh, mine's idea hot pink, baby. It's like a f- a, tor- a turd fully forming <laughs> right in front of me. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, like I, I not anymore for me. I, I do play answer. games the wrong way with achievements. Like mm-hmm. I'll, uh, for a lot of games, I'll load up the like. Uh, Xbox 360 achievements.com achievement list and it's like okay have uh, what what should what what level of difficulty do I start this game on what do I do here mm-hmm. like I like there are certain games where I've played the first 15 minutes of it for like an hour because mm-hmm. that's the way you get a bunch of achievements is like just repeating the first part over and over until you get it exactly right and it's like that is not the way you right. should be playing however I have done a little bit because I have not done the achievement thing in at least two years mm-hmm. but or cared about it that much but I have done things based on steam cards steam cards hmm. that unlock cool things yeah I have done a couple things to get some extra steam cards I think there are some Nintendo games uh, on Wii U that have found a way around this by stamps, stamps. yeah those are great like but. I've been playing NES Remix 2, which is fantastic. Awesome. And then, like, the stamps kind of keep don't me care. invested. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't really care about them either. I'm never going to send a message. They come too fast and furious. One of them, but. And then the one I put up where I put the Dr. Mario pill as Princess Peach's dick yeah. and immediately got banned because I wrote the pill is her dick next to it. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, for me, it's, it's like, I, you know, I don't know if anyone listening is going to know what a slug is, but like a fake coin. And it's like, mm-hmm. those stamps are a slug that I can stick yeah. into the part of my brain that demands trophies and achievements in order to keep playing and <laughs> yes, feel as though I'm not wasting time by enjoying myself. They are the plastic spider ring of your local arcade. <laughs> remember when we just enjoyed achieving things? Yes, no. Tyler. God, remember, remember only, 90, only 90s gamers will remember this. Only 90s gamers. Okay, uh, Social Injustice Warrior... Asks, how long do you guys see this Laser Time podcast experiment lasting? Chris, if you were to get a traditional full-time job... Don't want to. Do you think you would continue with Laser Time or call it quits? Would, uh, second part of the question, would slash have you guys considered adding another podcast? Yes. We mentioned that before. Yes, we have, mm-hmm. but whatever. Like, I don't. There's no need to create more work for myself until the other stuff catches. I'm really proud of the last couple episodes of Laser Time, which is the the things that like those are my babies. I I, I do help out with a lot of other shows, but like this is your show, mm-hmm. Michael, and, and yeah. Laser Time is kind of the one I handle. And I'm really proud with this Chris, stuff. What, 
Why didn't you like my idea of a hmm. podcast where I just hit my dick against the mic for an hour? Because <laughs> I, I, the second I said you should add, make it a cowbell and we'll do this, and you said no. Uh, okay. Michael, stop. That's Tyler's idea. <laughs> I'm stealing it, damn it. It's no. my dick hitting the microphone now. That's why the sound was so light. It should be all of us. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> and it should be one mic. Fuck you straight to hell, Chris. But uh, he asks how long he thinks that laser time will be going It's the sound of my dick hitting the mic. (laughs) (laughs) It's the sound of a beer can hitting linoleum. If I had to give an estimation, I think um, next week. Yeah, next week. I I think we're just going to wrap it up. I think there's a possibility 2015 could be its last year. (gasps) But, well, I mean, that's a possibility. Who knows? But, like... She might get jobs again. It might be driven by. I have not tried to get a job. I have not got on unemployment. But if it weren't for savings, I wouldn't be able to do this. Uh, Social injustice warrior also says, "I've been following you guys since the early days of Tdar and listening to you on a weekly basis uh, has helped me get through some rough patches in my life. Currently, laser time is the only thing that makes my crappy job bearable. Thanks for all the hours of stupid bullshit and insanity. Thanks, man. Aw, thank you." It's you who makes this mm-hmm. bullshit bearable. <laughs> Getting through a podcast at 11 at you night. You tell a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, JJB Sterling asks, would you guys ever set up a way for listeners to send fan mail? This is it. Yeah. Uh, I know the <laughs> donations are there, but I'd really like a chance to send you guys something for the years and years of continued entertainment. I completely understand if it doesn't work out because I doubt you'd like to make the address of the kitchen studio public for lots of reasons. I honestly don't care. Yes, please you don't wanna, send us a bomb. If you want to give us something... Uh, uh, to quote Parks and Rec, money please. <laughs> money please. <laughs> Just give her some money. It's easier. You uh, can make us a card and send it I to guess, us on Twitter. I guess you could send it to me at work. Our office address is public information. Mm-hmm. You just. Tyler Wild cares. Also you, don't want, you don't want to send big packages here anyway, just because, like, no, we'll there's, there's no mailbox. So there's people steal shit. Mm. Look up Future US's address. Send it to me at PC Gamer. I'll bring it to Chris. Shoreline Court Suite 400. South San Francisco, 94080. Mm -hmm. There you go. There you go. Again, money, please. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll make sure it goes to the right place. New question of the week. Mm. We've seen Order, the Order 1886 get some flack. I haven't played it yet. I'm Mm. withholding judgment for now. I'm sure it uh, sucks. Whatever. It's it, <laughs> everybody says, oh, it's it's achingly pretty and it's very linear and simple mm-hmm. and has lots of quick time events. It's but, still sixty dollars. Yeah, so maybe wait for the price to drop. But the question is having to do with it being short. That some of the reviews were saying it takes around five, six hours to get mm-hmm. through. But I don't think that's necessarily an knock in a, in a, uh, mm-hmm. against a game. In fact, I've played games where that's a positive. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, what's a game that you were able to get through quickly and enjoyed more because it was a short experience? Um, I think there are, there are a bunch of games that qualify. <laughs> um, I, I think Wanted, uh, whatever oh. whatever that spinoff game was yeah. called, I've already forgotten. Wanted but it was, it was quick no. and fun and forgettable. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, there are indie games that took less time sure. that are fun because of that. But I want to hear what you guys think. Portal, perfect game. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Perfect game, um, and I can replay it once a year, and it never gets old. It's great. And to to uh, uh, to that end, I love the Telltale experience. I love once a month getting a new episode in this thing, and then it doesn't it doesn't cost a lot, and I can replay 
to my heart's content. Thanks for taking the two everyone else wanted. Sorry. Yeah. And even if you wait till like an entire season, it's eight to ten hours, mm-hmm. which is like a weekend. No, it's I find it really nice actually, like to be able to finish a game in a sitting or mm-hmm. two yep. because uh, Tucky Rod's here. Sorry. I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I do have time to play games, plenty of time. I review games, um, and that's when I'm going to dedicate time to them. But in between, like, I have to play this long game to review it. It's cool to be like, I have three hours on this Saturday afternoon before I have to, like, mm-hmm. deal with adult shit or something or drink and watch sports or whatever it is I'm going to do. And uh, it's nice to be able to get through a game like an episode of Kentucky Red Zero, which is a great game and... Just to have, like, a contained experience. Still never finished the third episode. I don't think I have either, no. I haven't. Well, that one's 45 hours. I got stuck. That's, that's a twist. <laughs> ah, it's uh, two hours, two hours, 45 hours, two hours, two hours. But, like, I, I got through, uh, like, Gunpoint, Tom Francis's mm. game, former PC gamer editor. Mm-hmm. Full disclosure. Oh, thanks for name dropping. <laughs> Full disclosure. It's a really good story, though, about a dude who was... Disclosure. I like, his, I like his game, and it's pretty short. He went from writing about good. games to making his own and yeah. won a lot of accolades that's, on it. That's kind of my Really dream. cool, man. I want to do that. He He's Tom. put out, like, a bunch of... A series of videos yeah. on how to make yeah. your own game that I really need to sit down and watch, watch because that. I want to do that shit. They're yeah. good. Uh, Gunpoint's good, and... Uh, yeah, and it's a short game that's just, like, you. it introduces, like, ideas pretty quickly and then never lets them get boring uh, and, and just ends before you're tired of doing it, which a lot of games don't. They end mm-hmm. about 60 hours after yep. you're tired of doing yeah, the thing. Because they want 60 of your dollars and they need to feel like, well, it's not justified unless we waste a shitload of your time. Yeah. Dragon uh, Age. <laughs> no. God damn it. Uh, Whatever, I'm enjoying Dragon we Age. We just streamed uh, the game that I'm thinking of, which mm. is Loco Cycle. Yeah. I, I am I think I'm one of the yeah. highest review scores for that game. Uh it is very short. It's a little bit repetitive, but it's also it it's so Charming. like frenetic and things change on a dime. You'll go from like a standard like racer shooter level to kind of like a shooting down on a battleship and then the final stage, which is this kind of weird, uh, um, what is it, uh, Journey Across America, Disney Berkeley, ride. Chicago. Yeah. Soaring over a world. And, yeah, a lot of stupid quick-time events. I think it's charming, and that game in particular goes out of its way, even in clunky ways that don't work, yeah. to entertain you constantly in ways that don't always involve adrenaline. Yeah. They're just trying to entertain you. And the entire thing will take you, like, six to seven hours. All right, so what's a short game that you really enjoyed because of its short length? Order 1876. <laughs> 1886. I played the prequel. 1886. <laughs> <laughs> um, let us know by going to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. If you start the thread with the question, you will get read first on next week's show, or you can comment under the article for episode 101. God, that feels good to say. 101. What is it? 101. It's like my favorite freeway. And my favorite <laughs> Dalmatians movie. It's my favorite <laughs> FM channel. Mm. <laughs> 101.1. 101.1. The one. one. <laughs> 101.1. The farts. <laughs> Easy listener farts. I'll yeah. We got Kenny G live. <laughs> we all, all right, just, so those are Christmas plugs. Hope you're enjoying your morning coffee. 
<laughs> all right, plugs. Uh, Laser time, motherfuckers. It's one of the best episodes of all time because Michael <laughs> Rapport falls out of a chair. All right. <laughs> now you're glad my pain is starting to cut a little no, bit. No, it could have been anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but it was me. It's not funny that you fell out of a chair. It's, it's funny it's, because I'm dignified. It's what you took with you. <laughs> like yeah. the whole, it looked the like microphone, the, whole, the glass. It looked like Dignity. the whole podcast station was about to unravel if, like if, a sweater. If if there had been a tablecloth, it would have been everything. <laughs> it would have been caught your fly. And uh, but it's a funny episode, and it's if you want, it's an action figure quiz essentially. But mm-hmm. it's also making fun of the legitimate backstories of silly but awesome action figures. I apologize, Transformers fans, if I was too flippant towards your passion. <laughs> Um, you can follow the show at VG Apocalypse on Twitter or me personally at Wikiparas. Uh, who else wants to? Uh, there's a new cheap podcast this week, and <gasps> the stream that I did with Chris was fun. We played Roundabout and Loco Cycle and just had a lot of fun. I'm Al Borland on Twitter uh, from the show Tool Tim. Uh, I don't think mm. so, Tyler. Yeah, it's my famous line <laughs> I don't think so, Tim on Tool Tim. Uh, so you can follow me there. Is that your avatar now? Yeah. I thought the line was, I don't I don't agree with that, Tim. Uh, I, I don't agree, Tim. Um, Not on my watch, Tim yeah. Allen. Yeah. Well, there were variations on the line. Oh, okay. Um, but mostly, you know, it was Al and Tim just kind of shenanigans, and mm-hmm. Heidi was kind of, whoa, and then, uh, you know, Tim would do something uh, uh, foolish, and he would get yeah, in trouble Yeah, he'd take his home. dick out. Hmm. He, would, he would take his dick out and get in trouble and at home. And Al Borland would be like, no, Tim, don't take your dick out on TV. Al we had table like, saws nearby. It's Mother dangerous. wouldn't like that. And <laughs> then... Uh, um, and then there was a banana peel. Yeah. And and I think mo- I'm just writing an erotic fan Then Mother would here. come out and say, uh, JTT is in bed. You are... Uh, I don't know. What was Al's wife's name? Do you remember? Uh, Wilson. Uh, Peg. Sal. Oh no! It wasn't either. Are you of those. sure it wasn't Sal Gal- Borland? Gal Borland. <laughs> or was it his girlfriend? I can't remember. I don't remember uh, anything about that show. Tool Tim. Uh, watch it on uh, Fox, eight p.m., <laughs> nine p.m. Central every that's, day. That's Towel Tim, everybody. It's Towel Tim every Thursday on CBS. Mm-hmm. Alright, if you haven't listened to it yet, go listen to episode 100. It's three hours long and we have a bunch of fun, which I think that's like uh, almost as long as this episode. So, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. I would like to point out I've been farting the whole time. No, I've heard you. Everything. You're doing so audibly. Oh yeah. All right. Well, there's your secret sound. I saw you it's from my butt. Your ass to do it. Yeah, because it's, it's so it feels better that way.